Hello and welcome to Nollywood Film Club. I am Mr. C of Rocco Critic and I hope you're doing well, even though, yeah, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know it's long. Don't you think I know? I hosted it as, I hosted it in real time. So yes, I understand. But I think it's a fun conversation. I do. And you probably, you probably uh, find more of it if you... I'm going to be honest, you find you find it more entertaining if you're sort of familiar with the cast because I guess there's a lot of banter here. But if you want the short gist, um, I am the butt of most jokes. Um, but you know, obviously I give my own too. Uh, but yes, I'd like having a conversation with these people and these people are very um, smart and incisive people. And, uh, you know, they have very usually very smart and decisive things to say all right despite not being very concise sometimes all right that myself included um all right but let me give you the general gist of what's going on uh we will be discussing about our highlights our low lights um there is a space for how nollywood film club can do better and you can actually just let us know uh with a review um no one has taken up. No one has taken me up on the um, the review thing. I I probably haven't said it enough. But if you do review uh, and write a review down, I will read it at the beginning of these segments. Um, that might be something a little bit more fun to do at the beginning of these. Um, uh, yeah. Also, if this is too long, just look at the segments uh, and look at the timestamps. Timestamps in the description. And uh, that should that should help you if you want to skip through segments. Although I I, I think every everything is a banger. But if you want to check out my my, my having listened to it, the lowlights are very much fun. Um, push uh, and the feedback is very fun. Anyway, so so I was saying we discuss highlights, lowlights, um, space for um, feedback like. Um, space for improvements uh how nfc can improve um so that's crit that's criticizing the crit the nfc space um and then there is hopes and expectations for 2024 and just generally summary of uh 2023 Ugh, yeah that's a mouthful sorry this is also a long one this is just how the cookie is going to be crumbling. I'm sorry. I'll try and be more concise. But having said that, I do hope you enjoy Nollywood Film Club discussing 2023 year in review. Let's give it a shot anyway. Welcome to Nollywood Film Club. Um, you know, we do discuss Nollywood movies every Sunday. Um, we are doing, not movies, we're having a discussion about Nollywood Film Club today, which is uh, should be fun. And we're going to be reviewing uh, the the year. Of, we're going to spend more time on the, the, the latter half of the year because we did do a sort of mid-year review. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll discuss our highlights. We'll discuss our lowlights and then, you know, we can discuss what people think we can do better generally. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and uh, generally, highlights now. So what highlights can be? Highlights can be some of your favorite films. Uh, we'll take a top three or five or whatever you, you can do. Or just a space. So maybe the 
the film wasn't good, but you have positive memories of the space. All right, so uh, Nollywood must change. You were first. Please tell us. Okay. Um, my highlight for the 2023. Uh, I think my favorite movie this year would be The Trade. Because um, this movie, apart from uh, Blossom's accent, I think this movie is the best movie that came out this year. If I could remember, if I could, you know, I did everything. I tried to like find other movies that that were better than uh, the trade. I couldn't find any. So, the trade is my best movie for this year, and I kind of realized that this movie was made like more than was it about more than five years ago? Maybe I don't know, but it's been long. They, they made the movie and. It came out to you know to top movies that were made last year or this year, and it's kind of crazy. So I think um, this movie is the best movie this year, and I'm, I was, I think we had just not too much um, negative reviews. I mean, you know, negative comments concerning the movie. The only thing where people were just complaining about the accent. Yeah. So um, my next highlight was um, before Valentine. I think that movie, <laughs> as bad as it was, it's kind of like a feel-good movie. And I don't know, if you wait before Valentine, something <laughs> to check yourself, <laughs> you are a real hater. Hater, because you are an hater. You are a real hater. If you wait before Valentine, it was not a good, very good movie, but it was kind of, uh, you know, a feel-good movie, and I kind of enjoyed it. Um, okay. Another one is Jagun Jagun. Uh, I kind of feel uh, I was glad a movie like that was made because it looks like they spent um, some money, like some big money on it. And um, But even though the storytelling was not perfect, but I'm kind of glad that we had like a, um, yeah, I call it an epic of that scale from Nollywood and, you know, it kind of did well with numbers in a way, and but it was not the perfect movie, but I kind of, you know, it was a great thing for Nollywood. And then House of Secrets happened to us. <laughs> the, I kind of like that they did something great without it. They, I mean, not like they did something great, they did something of that scale. It was, um, they were trying to make something different, even though they couldn't, you know, get what they wanted to make it wasn't perfect but i was glad that they did something like that something different from what we've been seeing like a uh, psychological thriller in a way i i kind of you know commend the effort of the filmmaker for doing that yeah even though i i wish i wish they could do better maybe they would do better next time um then the black book happened to us again <laughs> Hey, I kind of enjoyed the discourse on this one because um, it made us realize that money doesn't make a good film. Actually, money doesn't mean your film will be good. You could spend a lot of money on a movie, you could spend millions of dollars, and it would come out not too great. It won't come out less than mid. Yeah, I kind of you know appreciate that people really learn that it's not about the money. I don't know. 
maybe the friends are, uh, of the female card didn't learn that, but kind of glad that the audience, most of the audience learned, learned that um, it's not about the money. It's about the storytelling and some other things. So I think these five were my uh, kind of highlights for the year, in a way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, not even mm, much change. change. You put before Valentine in there. And not just as a, you enjoyed the space as a feel good movie. I will, I will catch you on that one later. But thanks. Uh, all right. I, I, I've probably lost track a little bit of the people that came in. I think oh, a task might have been second. Um, Girl, it was it me. Was me. <laughs> definitely not second. You were definitely not second. I got, came fast and got dropped off. Probably what happened. <laughs> Vanessa was not second. I know yeah, Vanessa was, was second. I came second because by the time I came, a task wasn't on the speaker list anymore. Okay. Am I actually? A, yeah, yeah. Because she know, came yeah, on she and, and, off. and he dropped. No, um, I got dropped off. Oh, you're not second now. I'm second. <laughs> I don't care. Vanessa can go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing with us. All right. I don't think I have up to five. Um, but I did enjoy Abara. Mm, um, some... That's you know some faults, but overall it definitely deserves the place it has um, on the list based on the score because it was not the best year. But Obaram definitely is a feel good movie, unlike some people <laughs> just said, um, and it covered a lot of good notes. So that was, uh, yeah, that was definitely my favorite um, for the year. Uh, Lost Akurashi, honorable mention, even though it's old as heck, it's it's always a great, a fun experience. I'll buy, I'll be a little confusing sometimes. Um, ah, oh boy, I mean. <laughs> I guess Madame Koi Koi Chapter One. It was, it had, it was definitely, definitely a a decent premise, and I really enjoyed the story they were trying to tell. Ugh. Yeah, but oh, the black book was actually fun. Um, I it was it was very fun. I'm a lover of action and you know rmd was was fun to watch so those were from my favorite four yeah um but this year wasn't this year was very hit or miss very very hit or miss <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Thanks, uh, Again, somebody puts Obaram as uh, another film that we're supposed to just accept. Actually, she said it deserves its, its position. Considering the year we've had. Yeah, okay. Which is not the most ringing endorsement, but its position is outside the top 20. It's number one, isn't it? <laughs> on NFC. Do you mean sister? Oh, I'm an idiot. I mean sister, not Obaram. Why would I say that? Yeah. Abarab is the one with that babe who cannot act. 
Sorry, Sister is a feel good movie. It had some faults, um, but overall, it was like you know, just a nice, sweet family movie, and definitely very much feel good, at least in some of the way it resolves itself. You know what? This is why we should ask questions <laughs> because I did ask the you were talking about Obaram here. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah. 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 still from her teammates. All right. Um, and uh, who do we have next? Vanessa? Uh-uh. Who do we have next? <laughs> um, I would just like to say, guys, I fought this year. I fought with a lot of people. I fought many battles. I fought myself and my Nollywood fatigue. I fought the general population. <laughs> I fought Nollywood filmmakers and, <laughs> and their people this year. Those were my, I'm giving you my highlight reel. I don't even care about NFC. This They're awesome. <laughs> you fought us. I you fought fight. you, not us. Don't involve me to see wow. your, your bad behavior. I fought you. I fought you and we made up, but... Yeah, this was a this was a year, man. I was dealing with Nollywood fatigue this year, and I thought, okay, coming off of last year, that this year was going to be better. Alas, alas, I was proving very wrong. You know, this year was the year we're gonna get our billion dollar technocrat sponsored film, and and it was going to be the best thing since sliced bread, and then it wasn't, and then I had the F one three to say it wasn't, and then. They jack me by my throat. I'm so sorry. I can't. I'm. I. I. I don't know. I can't take this year in Nollywood very seriously. Like we had gangs of Lagos. Was this the same year we had Brotherhood? Is the same year? Yes. Yes. Same year. And it's the same year we got Shanty Town, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry. So my highlight was that this was the year we got inundated by action films and um, gang people and the uh, underbelly of Nigeria. With Asian film and underbelly and how sometimes action just doesn't happen. There has to be an under underbelly network going on, you know? Because I don't know how we went from revenge plots to they say underbelly government that needs to be taken down. I'm hoping that next year, because we've done this, all these underbelly, underbelly fights, fight jago jago, all the all the gribo, gribo, eh, always guiding. We, we will rest next year. Um I hate to say Obaram, but I have to say Obaram. Do you <laughs> mean sister? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why I, I'm coming. Let me land. Obaram gave me my, my second favorite Nazism. And it was in song. Do you guys realize how beautiful that is? We get normal Nazisms, you know, just by speech. But then Obaram was like, no, we're going to take this up a notch and we're going to give you a Nazism in song. And the fact that I didn't even notice it until Otas pointed it out to me and gave me a timestamp 
go and watch <laughs> that Nazism. Obaram has to get his flowers. I don't care. I think people should give Obaram his flowers. Plus, we got our beautiful baby girl, the child actor. Was this the year for child actors and actresses, or am I being a bit generous? Yeah, being generous is just one. <laughs> Are you sure it's just one? Didn't we watch the Aim of this year? No. no. Oh, it's last year we watched the Imofe. Mm. Oh, so sorry about that. Vanessa, <laughs> 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 it's like time is just a concept to you to right now. Is Did you so... pick that up from Black Book? She got it from Lola <laughs> <Yeah>. Day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I see this year was, I don't remember what we did this year. This year has been a complete blur. <laughs> That's um, a, there's a there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a guide. <laughs> I, I'm actually looking at the guide. It's the guide that is trying to. I'll tell you what my favorite space was. It was the yes, no, no, it was the what's the Nazism? Oh, she said she sang. I'm trying to remember the tone of the song. It was a very solemn song, but the, the Nazism is these trails. And it was supposed to be trials, but my sister sung trails, and I was like, ah, "Hold on a minute, let's go back to that song." <laughs> Please, I'm trying to move on. I'm trying to move on. Let's move on to my favorite space of the year. It was the African folktale space. We got um the Jin film. I'm surprised that's not everyone's favorite film this year. Like this was my favorite thing I watched that entire year. I liked the enmity gene. Um, I liked the rainmaker story. I need to go back and watch those shots, shots again. I liked the rain minini minini film. Um, yeah, it was a good watch and it was a good space. You know, everyone had so many different things that they saw and like stuff that they were interpreting from those short films. And I really enjoyed listening to that space. What else was my favorite? What space were we banting a lot and we're just laughing? Any space that we weren't very serious and like we weren't taking the film very seriously it was my favorite space this year because honestly, with a lot of Nollywood, it seems like we're tightening Nollywood to our chest. And I've realized moving forward, I have to let's go and let's go. <laughs> because. Because, like my mother would say, they are not paying me to come and talk on this space. <laughs> they are not paying me to come and talk on this space for me to be tightening the world to my chest. So, from next year, anything that first shake and shake, if you people like, if you people want to be making film about people fighting and shooting, instead of giving us love, FF1 in love, this season of love. This this is, is giving season. FF give one in love, this season. So, anything that first people should do next year, if you people like, Valentine should come, people should bring film of uh, two friends fighting over one foolish, undeserving man in the name of Valentine. Because is that not the same year that we watched that uh, Moabudu film? Uh-huh. <laughs> you people, next Valentine, bring another film. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, um, just going to read something like him up. Uh, says, now for you, Vanessa, you cannot even know that your public fighting impacted me privately. Close friend even blocked, close friend even blocked me. I, I support for you. Choose your fighter. All right. Um, I, I've, I've lost the thing. I'm going to go with Elizabeth. <laughs> Um, okay guys so this year this 
I just went through the list that you posted and realized that I only attended like 20 spaces this year and we've had, many have we had? Okay, 45 now. This year was the year that I decided that I will not watch anything that I do not want to watch. Like before Nollywood Film Club last year, I did not used to watch some films. Like when I see director or somebody, like if I read the synopsis and it's not, uh, uh, I would like, no, I would choose my piece. But last year, I said not to choose my piece. I was watching everything. Like Vanessa said, as if somebody was paying me for it. And then last year, I was over, I, I was feeling this, a terrible burnout. So this year, I just choose myself. My favorite, let me start with my favorite. My favorite will be Love, Love in a Pandemic. Not the film, but I enjoyed that space. You know why I enjoyed that space? That space started, started with Love in a Pandemic and ended with <laughs> uh, Letters to a Stranger. <laughs> I like it so much because I went to go and watch Letter to a Stranger afterwards. And I think the fact that we were bantering all through made it one of my favorite spaces of the year. Um, What other one did I like? I like Jolly Roger. Film, probably horrible. But I thought, I thought the space was nice. Everyone was just speaking out things. Even things that I did not remember to say. Like they cooked, like they cooked meat. Like the boiled meat that was supposed to be the dog, I still found that very funny. Like I had to go back and watch it and saw that the meat was already white. I thought it was funny. I, I enjoyed that space. What other space I like? Um, Omoduju mentioned before Valentine's. I liked it because guys, I did not complete watching before Valentine's and I <laughs> and I joined that space. <laughs> or did I even join? I can't remember. I listened to it. I thought it was fun. Even though I did complete it, I like that space. What a space did I like? Sister, yes. Uh, I like Sister Space. I liked what other space did I like? Um, I was not here for a lot, but I think there's a lot of spaces that I like this year. African Folk Tales Reimagined. I like the space and I liked the the collection, the short collections. And like Vanessa said, not a lot of us had like the same likes but we all settled on some but i really do enjoy the different opinions and how people see these films differently their takeaway and i love that um at least thematically people were seeing different things and then you know um the way we interpret film is different and and i don't think we've had again it's not necessary that you have to interpret all films no it's not right some should just be fun but this particular one required that you know, people see things differently, interpretation, and I really enjoy things like that. It makes me happy when I hear it, like different opinions. Now, the worst for me, um, well, check this out. We get to worse. I've not heard it's worse. We get to worse. Okay, no, no, okay, no worse. Okay, I want to say one more thing that I like, though. I think I enjoyed Madame Kwekwe chapter one. I was not there for the second one, but I actually like that one, too. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, it's funny. Like I just read uh, in chapter one. That's another. That's another. Um. That space. Uh, there was a lot of drags for Far From Home. Uh, <laughs> just. Uh, yeah. Cut the field, Anisa, and Anisa <laughs> and. <laughs> I feel like anytime there are there's a cast of young adults, forever look be. like young adults, I'm far from home, that smoke. Look, because I'll anybody be can there. do better than far from home. We'll be there to cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. one um, was a hilarious space, man. 
The woman? The Which one first there. The woman? Was... Yeah. Oh my god, oh yeah. My god. I got vindicated recently. <laughs> <laughs> I got vindicated recently. They did not get vindicated. My uh, Mrs. C Mrs. C's family here my brother-in-law my mother my mother-in-law are here and they took my side i was so because, happy because they were not exposed to the trailer and the marketing and they didn't have room for disappointments yeah. the way we did uh, i'm sorry you they 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 took your brother-in-law took in what you said and still interpreted it the way i did anyway let's in not fairness, let's i don't not, know how sober he was not counseling <laughs> my dear this not that's, that's Thursday. All right. Anyway, okay. Um uh next, uh, I'm gonna go with Road to Me. Uh, Road to Me, please tell us um some of your highlights yeah. of, of uh t- this year. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um I kind of broke my own down in terms of my own top ten, kind of what I um what I got from this year. So just I'll try and just breeze through it as briefly as possible about what I liked about each movie. Um, for the first one, I'm going at my number 10 for Yahoo Plus, just for the concept and how to kind of like contain a story within one environment. I thought I, I liked that. I thought the screenplay, I liked the actors, seeing the new actors, the use of language and everything. I liked the concept. I wish with, with better money, with a lot more money for technical, if the technical aspects of it were better. I think that was one of my best movies. Number nine, I have Shanty Town, specifically for Chidi Mokeme's um, performance. I think that was like one of the first things. That, like, okay, from I haven't seen Chidi Mokeme for a while, and seeing his performance, that was one of the things that stood out. Then, as usual, they gave us a uh, underworld gritty crime thriller. Can't get enough of those. My number eight, I have to go with Jago Jagung because, of, like, the as a Yoruba tale. Um, with the I think for a lot of things with the aspects of, with about the magic. Almost learning itself because of the uh, the magical aspects and the whole. I think it was it the master assassin. I forgotten the name. The whole the um the twist that the master assassin turned out to be the princess that was in love with Aladimaji's character. I liked that. That was that was probably the highlight for that part of that story for me. Um, what was I? It was a number um eight. Okay, number seven. Okay, this is not yet out. I just listed it as my top ten. Um, I know it's not yet out, but I, um, I put Mami Water, and I'm just going to say that it's an African story made for a global audience. That's why I'll stop it. Very art, artistic African story made for a global audience. Number six is the Black Book. Just for, first of all, number one, the Black Book, because of the ambition, because of the, um, the scale, because of the cinematography, because of the art design, and also how to learn. For people that said, I don't know anything about the business, I was like, that's the best way to learn how to market yourself individually as a producer and a director of a film people should take notes if you want to learn from the business i i just had a query about story design and it was like oh i don't know the business because i'm not paying attention to how people market themselves well i still love it for a scale and ambition um number five has to be madame koi koi and i'm um, specifically madame koi koi chapter one for the story concepts the idea, the the um the the secondary school location, you understand, brought a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people. The punishment of the young students, the Madame Koi Koi um character, because a lot of people have heard about the urban urban legend of Madame Koi Koi. So I'm like, okay, that's for at least for the first chapter, a lot of people go, a lot of people interested, a lot of people talking. 
second chapter not so much lower exposition kind of killed all the momentum but promise number four for me was the trade the trade because of the i think i was one of the few people that actually liked the characters i think i'm um, z blossom that was the main character even though a lot of people had a problem with the Ibo accent i liked i think i was one of the most realistic attempts of what I, yeah hello no, no, no. I, okay. It's just like you mentioned some of some films that were not we did not discuss on film club. So which like one? you know, some of us just don't know. It's so which one? Oh, this is the, the Oh, I thought oh the tr- sorry. Um, Mommy what are we did not discuss. Mistake. That was the only one I knew was a mistake because I had it just because I saw it. Uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, so Sorry, sorry, okay, cool. Um, the trade, um, the characters I like Blossom. I think I was like probably the most realistic police investigation. That just I just liked the investigation. I liked um, um what's her name? Is it Rita? Was it Rita Dominic? Um, who was the hostage? I like I liked her. I liked um, guy. Um, what's the guy's name from Tinsel? Um, shit. Gideon, Gideon and Stanese. They are like um, them playing off each other. Then uh, Blossom as the main kidnapper. That was actually cool. Uh, number three was Ijogbon for just in terms of his own consistency, his own production values, and in the characterization of the of the young actors, and just like just um the setting, the setting of that Yoba setting of that sound, just how using that to tell the story. I liked that. I, I like the fact that Kunle has a steady way of delivering what he can deliver. And my number two for both for, that gave me the most emotions this year was Sister from Bjorn Stevens, had the most heart, most emotion, had the most thing that resonated with a lot of people that they could get behind the character, the struggles and emotions of the character. Kende Bankole, probably arguably the best performance this year. I think that will probably be for Sister. Then my number one, because of scale, ambition, art design, uh, art design cinematography, what I feel like, what the, the, the most ambitious attempt in the whole Nollywood for this year was Gangs of Lagos. Um... I, I just, I like the fact that Jadi is try, pushing, I think that was the one that for me, I think that out of this year, the thing that actually tried to push the boundary, only thing I tried to really push the boundary on what we can do within Nollywood was Gangs of Lagos. And I really appreciate um, Jadi for her effort because I know that she put a lot of effort in putting that together. So yeah, that was for me this year, my own breakdown. All right, th- thanks for it to me. I actually thought he, when he said the trade, I thought he said be trade. I was like, what film is that? I, I, I haven't I, seen it. <laughs> but, all right, thanks, thanks anyway. All right, um, I, I'm, I'm I'm just getting at this point. Uh, Wayne Durant. Mm-hmm. That was like the last person. No, um, so my highlights. I I don't think I'm going to do. You said we, it doesn't have to be films, right? It can be spaces. So um, I think my highlights is I think there was a space we had where it was like I can't remember what it was, but it was like um, you were pissing off um, speakers against each other, and I remember I think Vanessa was in the final, and like you and Vanessa had this like big thing. Anyways, I re- like I, I really fine. enjoy. Perfect. Yeah, no, I, I know we've we, we've all moved on. Anyways, um, I just really enjoyed. I've the not moved on. Me, I've not forgiven yeah. him. He still owes me something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on now. Um, I I just really like the vibe that we 
that we have. Um, so I've not been on NFC for a long time. And I just really like how everybody has like a completely different understanding of what film is. And like my highlight has been um, like so many varying opinions. Um, Uchena is listening, he's not speaking, but I also, I really like the way Uchena sees film. Um, I, I, I think I... I'm not like hyping everybody up, but I also really like Vanessa's eccentricity and how she's like willing to fight everybody on this planet. So it's like, um, some <laughs> I'm actually a lover. Do not encourage her, do not encourage her to try to change the lead. It's Mr. C that has badly influenced me. I'm actually a lover. I'm a fighting on the point that she's not a fighter. <laughs> Just look at that. Okay, um, sorry. Last last is all my fault. Um, um, but it's it's just like I said, um, varying opinions. I think I have not maybe one film where Onikonsola is like with all of us. She has like she's like usually on the other, and it's just like it's just so beautiful to have that that like thing. So that's been my highlight. Every single um um space we've had and everyone's opinions. Thank you. That's very, very sweet of you. Thanks, Wayne's Thank fans. And, you know, that's uh, sort of the point of Nollywood Film Club is that, yeah, uh, whether, wherever your, your perspective, backgrounds, uh, you get to share share on here. All right. Okay. Uh, I've been told that Pearl, Pearl, Pearl was also an early post. Please, Pearl, tell us uh, some of your highlights for this year. Spell that. Yes. Yes. Hi. 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 <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might be a bit all over the place, but let me set my timer. Wait, don't start counting me yet. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-huh. Right. So there were a few uh, movies that I enjoyed to varying degrees, but in no particular order. Of course, the trade was uh, outside of cinema movies. Uh, on a streamer, the trade was probably the best thing I watched this year. And then uh, I enjoyed Sister as well, especially for Candy's performance. I enjoyed Jagun Jagun for probably the best uh, fight sequence I've seen in a while. And I mean specifically that sequence by the water uh, in the stream or whatever that was. I really liked that. And also it was so very colorful. Um I liked, uh, I, I I rediscovered some actors that we've known a long time, but it seemed like this this year was kind of like a reinvention of them. So I know Shafi Bello has always been there, but it felt like she was a bit more visible this year as far as her acting. I've also known uh, Sean Fakwa a while, but this year seemed like the year that I really saw him as a strong actor. And I liked seeing a lot of our favorites, like come back, as somebody has already mentioned from Shantytown. Um, what's his name? Chidimokeme. I really like him. And just a few other people like that. I liked, uh, this was the cinema movie, but uh, to see uh, Kanayo and just so on. Then my very favorite thing, I think, is this space, this uh, film club, this Nollywood film club. I only unfortunately discovered Nollywood film club this year and I've binged like so much that it eventually made it to number one uh, podcast spot for me in Spotify. So 
I just love that this space exists, you know, and I think only yesterday alone, I've recommended this space to two people. And that's like, multiply that by like every day. I'm always talking about this space, like whether you're a filmmaker, whether you're just somebody who appreciates a movie, whatever. Like, I'm like, it's just such an easy place to just come and hear like, sort of a preponderance of thoughts and ideas, you know, from different people who are not quote-unquote academic, like critics or whatever, right? Then uh, I like the Black Book for just the possibilities. It's kind of like this is what we can achieve, you know, as far as... um, I'm not saying that it was a great movie, but it just showed us, it reminded us that... uh, money talks as far as scale you know that doesn't mean that somebody has said the opposite which is like yeah money does not make a good film but i'm looking at it from the point of view of money will definitely help a good story you know and i think the black book showed us that that you do need like to be empowered to make a good film you know after you have a good idea and then uh let me see I like how there are film festivals popping up here and there, you know, and it looks like there's just, I'm not sure if it's from my point of view, but it just feels like there's more, there's more people like rediscovering Nollywood as an industry and watching our movies than maybe the past few years. I don't think that the number is going down. The number is going down in the cinemas, but maybe due to streaming, more people are watching Nollywood films. What's my time saying? Oh, I'm almost out of time. Okay, I liked um, Yahoo Plus. Very simple story. A reminder that story is king. I enjoy, and this one is probably selfish, but the rise of film criticism in Nigeria used to be two or three people. Now there's so many of us making noise all over the place, talking about Nollywood uh, and films and everything, and I love it. Uh, Let me see. What else? I think that's probably it for now. I want to talk about Mami Water, but, you know, I had already asked if we could talk about, you know, and I'm told that we're kind of limited to... Uh, films on streamers and that we've discussed here so yes I think that's my the things that I'm grateful for and that I liked about like the industry this last year uh, thank you so much Pearl uh, yeah you, you guys uh, thanks for recommending thanks for listening and I'm happy that you found a space that you know works for you um, some people <laughs> It doesn't work for everybody. <laughs> all right. Um, because of you. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, is it Timmy? Timmy, do you want to? Um, okay. So just like um, some previous speakers have already said, um, I would also like to show my appreciation to um, the film club because I genuinely feel like this is probably the only thing that keeps me going <laughs> in terms of school. Because every Friday, I know that a film is going to drop, and I know that I'm going to talk about it on Sunday. So whenever the week starts on Monday, I know that I have something to look forward to at the end of the week. So I feel like that just keeps me going. And like I say, it makes me not lose my motivation when it comes to school. Or like when I'm having like 
um, a down moment or something, I know that I have the film club to look forward to. So um, that's something I really appreciate. Um, in terms of what I liked, uh, my favorite spaces and films of the year, um, I'm going to go with The Trade, Ijobon, Before Valentine, She Must Be Obeyed, Sister, um, The Other of Things, um, Cooking, The AMVCs, as well as Nullifieds. Um, for Nullifieds, um, I remember when Mr. C posted, um, who do you think is going to win the fight? And I think it was three people, right? And I think Vanessa was Vanessa was there. There was, and there were two other people. Although I don't, I don't remember their names. But um, when they said, "Oh, who?" Did, when they were like, "Okay, vote for who you think will win." At first, I wanted to vote for Vanessa, but I don't know. Something, something just told me that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But something just told me to vote for another person, and luckily for me, the person who I ended up voting for was who won. So. Yeah, I, I guess that's something good to take out of, out of so the So you were fight. plotting on my downfall? No, no. I was not plotting <laughs> on your downfall. I was not plotting on your downfall. I just I just thought it would make a good plot twist if you didn't win. So I wasn't plotting so. on your downfall. <laughs> if you say so. Call out to Mehi, by the way. Mehi um, <laughs> was our winner. Undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> if I should grab you, <laughs> if I should grab you, come on, Timmy. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, cooking for cooking the AMVCs, it felt like, oh my god, like I could finally just rant. Cause ever since I can remember watching the AMVCs with my mom, both of us were always would always have like one or two things to complain about, like oh why is this film nominated or why was this film snubbed and this this is da da da. And this has been going on for like years and years and years. But finally, there was a space where I could just rant and say everything that I wanted to say. And I just hope, I pray that maybe the um, the jury members or the producers or something find the podcast, find the space and actually listen to what everybody had to say. Because I feel like they would learn a lot from what everybody had to say. And um, that's definitely going to make their production and the award show much better for the other of things the other of things i wouldn't say it's a, i wouldn't say it was a great film but the fact that this was a debut film and from dr sid who i think went from i don't know if he was a music video director or if he was just a singer but he just went from the whole music industry and he transitioned into nollywood and the fact that he was able to make a film that I personally wouldn't consider it bad and I also wouldn't consider it great either but he was able to watch he was able to create something that was relatable that was fun and um I feel like that's what I really liked about the film um sister I I loved loved sister because the day that sister came out I just finished having a very very annoying test a test I didn't prepare for so I was I felt a bit down and I was like, okay, well, sister, they said sister is going to come out today. And so I went home and I tuned into Prime Video and I watched sister. And I felt I felt much better after watching the film. And I feel like that is what films should do. Films should be able to, like, you know, make you move from one emotional state to another. And I feel like sister, sister pulled that off perfectly. And 
<laughs> I feel like I also kind of feel special about watching Sister because unfortunately, I think a few hours after it released on Friday, they removed it. So the fact that I was able to catch it earlier than some other people would have, um, yeah, that was nice. Um, for she must be obeyed. She must she must be obeyed. Um that show for me was just a camp. I think that's just what I'll use to describe it. I would say it was camp. Cause um I, I watched it with someone. Like I watched it with someone and I feel like watching it with um the person made it more enjoyable because they seemed to be enjoying it. They were laughing and that just made me appreciate the film quite more because I didn't expect the person to enjoy the film because they are not Nigerian. So the fact that they were enjoying the film made me appreciate the film. Um, what else? Before Valentine. Before Valentine probably has to be my favorite space of the year because I feel like everybody was against Mr. C. Mr. C was the only person who was adamant on the fact that this was a bad film. But I think lots of us had 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 to disagree with with Mr. C and yeah I really liked that um Ijogbon too also has to be one of my favorite films of the year because young actors <laughs> what else what else will I ask for young actors that can act and were well directed yeah sure the film had its um its faults here and there but it's really made for an enjoyable watch and I feel like what makes me enjoy Ijobon so much, or what made me enjoy Ijobon so much was the fact that a lot of the things that week in, week out, we usually hear complaints on the space about, oh, so -so, so character is not consistent, or so, so so wasn't set up. None of these problems or none of these issues that we usually complain about were existent in Ijobon. So watching Ijobon just felt like, oh my God, so we can't actually we can't actually make films that are well set up from the beginning to the end. We can't actually make films where the characters are consistently written from the beginning to the end. And um yeah, that was what I really loved about Ijoma. And um my final my final um film of the year will be the trade. Yes, yeah, sure, the, the the audio was horrendous. It was yeah, but um, I feel like I have probably rewatched the trade at least five times this year, because it's just such is it's just such a good film. It's it's such a good film, and the way they went with the um investigation, they kept you interested in what was going on from the beginning to the end, and like the way they also um showed us Blossom um Blossom's character. He was a very nuanced character and the way he also portrayed this character, for me, I feel like everything about the film was perfect except the audio. And I mean, it's been a Nigerian film. I guess it's just one of the things you have to come and accept. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. Thank you. All right. No, thanks to me. Uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of praise for the trade so far today. Um, and thank you for spiting me, like, reminding me of before Valentine's and how, <laughs> how um, both unhinged, how unhinged most of you guys can be. So sometimes that day, um, I felt like what it was being a Nigerian filmmaker, being gaslit by you guys. But never nevertheless, <laughs> uh, uh, we we reach. Uh, are you, are you, do you want to tell us uh, some of the? 
I can't believe you're calling us on it. You liked what's the name of that movie that so um people in glass yeah, houses I don't choose I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I just thought just, it was I'm okay. just saying people in glass houses don't choose stones. What are you telling me what I love now? I'm, to... I'm not telling you what to love. I'm not. No. What I am saying is different. Again, people in glass houses don't choose stones. I'm not throwing no, stones to no, nobody. No, no, no. You're saying I, I know I'm in a glass house. Love it. I know I'm in a glass house, but some people need to also know that they're in a glass house too. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. This, anyway, this is why I should have called. I knew I should have called Nolly, Nolly Goodfellow first before you. But you're this, supposed oh. to be fair and call according to the accordances. First of all, you always call me last and you forget me. Okay, and I don't understand why you forget me, but it's okay. Okay, now start time. <laughs> how, many, how many minutes do we have? Uh, two minutes. Mm -hmm. I think we've been doing. Eh? I two feel minutes. like you're lying to me. <laughs> So, <laughs> how many minutes do we have? Somebody other than Mr. Yeah, C should on, answer on. that question. When you call us, go. If you like, <laughs> okay, you love you, we'll, we'll beat him this night. Oh, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you. Um, so this year, uh, this year, movies have been uh, okay. Movies have been okay. And um, so, what should I say are my favorites? Uh, <laughs> Every every space was lovely and wonderful. Um, some spaces were more vindictive than I would like um, because I'm there so people can join me with your vindictiveness. And um, we should just remember that there are, fan pe there are people who are fans and they don't have a life and they can find you. So this is just a warning from what has happened this year. Uh so I have nothing bad to say about any movie. I liked every single movie. There was there's not a record that showed that I was disparaging to any movie at all. At all. Um, so my favorite movies, I don't actually have a favorite movie, but movies I enjoyed. I enjoyed um Battle on Bookie Street. Uh Gangs of Lagos was a fun romp. <laughs> It was more, what? <laughs> I know I'm being recorded, okay? It was a fun romp. Gangs, uh, it was, it had moral issues at the end, but it was fun. It was fun to see um, gangs of New York type story here in Lagos. It was awesome. Uh, Shantytown had some some good work. There was some good production work going on in Shantytown. Does the story make... There's just... There are some things to be questioned in Shantytown, but it's good to see old Nollywood people back, and it's good to see that... Um, I think it's empowering to see that uh, actresses, old, uh, old Nollywood actress produced something like Shantytown. I'm pretty sure it took a lot of coordination and it's kind of good to see that we can do that too. And this year we've seen that in terms of production and like coordination and that, that Nollywood is definitely, in, is definitely improving. In terms of story, it might not be. But in terms of production and the technical aspect of things, we are improving slowly, slowly, and we can at least uh, 
match some of the international cinema, I guess, quality in in terms of production. I'm not talking in terms of like story <laughs> storytelling. Storytelling we had that before, but now it's a little bit yeah, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Um, I like Jagu Jagu. Jago Jago is an epic that I think was amazing. I think it is, it is a, it is like a popcorn epic that is pretty okay, no problem. Most movies this year was not that bad, except for I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying they are bad bad. Obarami was I enjoyed the, the trying of a musical. And you know what? It is better to try and fail than not to try at all. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm saying that realistically. Um, and this year in, Noll in Nollywood, I have to say, Nollywood tried. <laughs> like, they really did try to go out and maybe they might have faltered, but at least there is trying and it is interesting. It is... It is interesting, like at least interesting is that things are happening. It's not a safe paint by the numbers things that we've been seeing in maybe other in other film industries. Like for instance, now a lot of Hollywood movies are just paint by numbers. The big the big ones, they just paint by numbers and it's like getting it's getting boring. It's getting ridiculous. Um but in Hollywood, you can still always find some sort of artistic, some sort of trying in it and it that's what makes Nollywood wonderful. Uh so like I don't think most of these movies failed completely. Except for Devil in a Bad. No, okay. Devil in a Bad production wise, kind of okay. Kind kind of okay. It's just that uh, there were so many it's um the thing that got me for Devil in a Bad is like it was almost there almost there and as everybody said i am very very like i have a big range of like what movies can be i have a bit that thing was just so annoying it was bad acting there was just multiple lines of failure at devil Nevada. but the thing is that they tried and that's something to give they tried at doing a paint by numbers political trailer and yet they still feel that. But it's 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 okay. It's good. It's like that's what happens in life. You try so and sometimes you fail. It's okay. We move on. Uh I the spaces I, I generally liked all the spaces. It was generally nice to see like people have different um opinions. And it was generally nice to hear people's um, varying appearance and pushbacks and all that stuff. It's, it was wonderful. There were things that I, when I was watching a movie, I saw, but I kind of, it just wasn't staying on me. But whenever I come into the space, I'm like, yeah, that, that person makes a very good point. I remember seeing that, even if I loved the movie. Um, and I generally like the space. No matter how much time I fight with Mr. C, I am not envious. I'm not envious of your position. I would just like you to remember me, but it's okay. Uh, that and I generally like Vanessa's antagonism. We always need. 
somebody to be antagonistic. I just, like I said in the beginning, I'm just a little bit scared because Vanessa is taking no prisoners and I'm like, uh, this reputation, Vanessa, don't worry, like, you need you back. don't be scared. I'm like, yo, no, 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 no. I'm like, yo, Vanessa, I'm right beside you here and people might think that I am with you. But it's okay, Vanessa. When it's I, I will, I will take, I will take some bullets for you. Some, not all. Some, not all. If if they come after, I would definitely throw you out, Vanessa. I'm so sorry. I apologize. I have to survive. Um, Osas too. I know that we said Vanessa, but Osas, you're right there too. I speak like two words. What did I do? You know, right Vanessa is just louder. She's just out there. She's the first person they come for. But Rosas is there. But it was what it's like, it's wonderful. I'm just like, wow, you guys are more braver than I will ever be. <laughs> but also, that was wonderful. And um, Mr. C, being always like, you guys get on Mr. C's neck and I just want to say, like, let's cut him a break. He you know, it's not it. easy to go with it. Okay. Yeah, he deserves it. Like, sure, he, he runs the ship into an iceberg every night now and then, but like, let's give him a break, you know? At least we're still floating, you know? See, Mr. C, I'm nice to you. I don't know. And, right. um, that okay now see he's going to cut me off after he says something nice to him okay bye 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 accuse me of sting this ship into an iceberg all right okay i said we're still floating we're still floating we're not the titanic we're still floating we float into the arbor no matter how much bad movies you purposely give but we float into the arbor all right. Okay. No, look, all the bad movies that exist. All right. Um, I do. I do. Um, I do love Inka. She is again like she's she's one of uh, the day ones. So all of um all of the bands I love, especially you, you do need you do need an antagonist sometimes. <laughs> I love the antagonism. Bring it on. <clears throat> all right. Um, I am not antagonizing you again. Remember, we <laughs> still get to the arbor. I am not antagonizing you. Okay. Yeah. All right, Nali, Nali, good fellow. Um, I know you haven't, yeah, haven't probably joined us, but um, we've there's a list of the films we've spoken about. I don't know if you there are some that you particularly like that you wanted to highlight. Please go on. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. And uh, I'm going to start by digressing a bit. I'm a I'm an Indian uh, Nollywood fan based out of India, which is why I sound uh, different from the rest of you. Uh, well, I I started a YouTube channel also where I talk about Nollywood movies. Uh, so I started it earlier this year, and in my very first video, I had mentioned that I may not be able to talk about the latest movies. But then, luckily, 2023 has been buzzing with Nollywood movies with releases every other week. So uh, that's been amazing. Uh, well, in terms of quantity and in terms of quality, one thing I would say, like uh, Oin Khan men uh, mentioned, is uh, the uh, amount of ambition. So in terms of ambition, movies that stood out to me were uh, uh, the 
the house of secrets and uh, jagun jagun and uh, gangs of lagos and uh, there was one more black book black book yeah also i i think one big mo moment for nollywood was uh, blackwood being number 1 in south korea for many weeks together uh, now why is that so big uh, to put things into perspective uh, the world turns to south korea for uh, thrillers you know like uh, uh, in in bollywood for instance in the last 10 years a larger number of uh, thrillers were flicked from south korea so for a nollywood movie to do that good in south korea is you know it's quite telling so uh, that was there and in terms of content uh, movies that really stood out for me were uh, trade sista and uh, yahoo plus which everyone has spoken about in terms of movies that no one spoke about uh, so far i would uh, say is uh, my village people i mean uh, yeah as a horror comedy i know the horror fell flat but the comedy was really good like uh i don't think i've enjoyed a nollywood comedy as much as that uh so yeah i'm i know i mean uh, we're short on time so i think i'll just leave it at that no all right thanks uh, nari give uh, i have i've seen a few of your i've seen a few of your videos actually um uh with i think a village a village people my village people we we saw last year so we did discuss that uh, last year and that's probably why we're not talking about it this uh, this year but yes um oh uh, i thought yeah 23 movies oh, <laughs> no that's all right all right okay um uh mrs c yeah we've had everybody oh yeah. wenga wants to say something sorry wenga that the space is i think the space is full um if you If you put up your list uh, we can read it um oh, except if somebody wants to drop but if not uh, we've stopped the rotating to keep the space short <laughs> short uh, as short as we can Shorter. all right all right mrs c um your your highlights okay um i mean i, I want to add this space because i'm really enjoying this one uh, <laughs> So I think what I had put as my highlights was like I'd rank Samaria slash the way things happen space as number one. And again, like I, I don't know if it was Vanessa that says it. I, I'm really struggling to remember the actual content of specific spaces because I don't know. We're doing this every week, right? Things start blurring into one, and it's just a space ends. I know I had a good time, but I'm not like. making it a separate thing but anyway um samara slash the way things happen i like that space because i liked both those shorts um that we did um so i'm putting it there the way things happen i just thought it was such a beautiful beautiful short film on grief um samara i i <laughs> i was just talking about it with mr seeds there and i'm like yo that film that film got me right like th- th- that film got me then maggie the villain actually groomed me too I I got lulled into a false sense of security and I thought that was uh, quite nicely done. Uh but following off from that my second space is romance in Nollywood. Romance in Nollywood space all I remember is there was a duet. Okay, Mr. C said I sang a duet with someone. <laughs> and I remember Simba, go on. <laughs> that comes as a body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were singing um this song from 
Oh my god, I can't remember what the film is called now, but um you are the melody of my life. <laughs> 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 it was a punishment. And I was like, wow, we had romance. We were singing let's meet like two waves and promise never to part. We've lost the art of romance in Hollywood. But anyway. I think my singing, my my rendition of the uh, Debbie proposal <laughs> is much better. That's a better highlight, but go on. <laughs> Anywho, there was singing in that space. How many spaces do we sing in? <laughs> uh, but what yeah, I was the space about a musical. I know. Uh, oh God. Uh, yeah, I did really enjoy the the romance in Nollywood space. I really enjoyed that. That was that was good fun, and it was good conversation as well. It was really good conversation. Um, I uh, oh sorry. Also, what pointing out a lot of filmmakers reached out to us after that to say that they learned a lot. Which um, heck, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's much better than death. Yeah, it's not. It's not always. Um, it's not. It's not always what we're thinking. But it's yeah. always nice when um, it has this kind yeah. of effect. Because I think for us, NFC is primarily for NFC is for audience, right? We are a space for audience. But if filmmakers come in and pick up some audience feedback, that is great as well because there's a nice collection of an audience. Um, so um, <clears throat> this one's chaotic, but the Madame Koi Koi to part two space um this is a chaotic entry because who who were these people i can't remember who particularly was sit down number one y'all's goods were recanting your goods from part one what is wrong with you people (laughs) what is wrong with you this is a collection of really unhinged people <laughs> myself included but yeah i don't know man that um <laughs> it was just i think it was so chaotic and it was a little extra funny because the dip from part one and then we did the nfc score and it's like everybody knows which part brought down the group average <laughs> everybody knows it was and it's just weird because like everyone we've been talking about the third act curse and it is a thing and it was just yeah we got to see it in action for like what 40 minutes an hour (laughs) of the third act curse and everyone got to get it off their chest um moving on feminism in nollywood now i think I do enjoy the film spaces, but like there is something I really enjoy about the conversations, right? And as much as I hate giving people homework, the as much as I hate people giving people homework, the conversations I I find so so interesting when we have the topics. And I think the spaces I enjoy the most are spaces that also spark film spaces that spark those conversations that we could have on separate spaces. So feminism in Nollywood, I really enjoyed that conversation. I really enjoyed that space. I mean, I do usually feminist, so that was fun for me. Um, and yeah, it was it was a really good conversation all around. You know what? My, my mother-in-law listens to the podcast of that space and she sent us a note <laughs> to say she really enjoyed it. So, you know, I'm taking that as an extra plus. Um, then we have Shanty Town. Again, I liked the Shantytown space because of the conversation it sparked. Um, I think we had really good conversation around that Shantytown space. Um, I think when I mentioned it earlier, <laughs> um, Mr. C went back and watched the, and listened to the podcast because, you know, he's the one that, that does receipts. And <laughs> it was like, yeah, at the time when we were having that space, I think a lot of 
what was going uh, going on on the TL and the conversation around that was a lot of, you know, just, you know, praise for saying, you know, Chidi Mokeme and all the Hollywood actors and, you know, everyone was like girl power and whatever, whatever. And, you know, we're on NFC and we're talking about it and we're talking about, you know, how how much they were, the commodification of women's bodies in this, right? The unnecessary, the gratuitous nudity when like, you know, for women, but not, you know, for the men. Um, it was really such interesting conversation we had regarding Shantytown. And um, if I remember correctly, I think some of the filmmakers were also on the space and they stayed for quite a bit, which again, for me, NFC is for the audience, but I do think, I do think it's good for them to get feedback. And if you, you know, if you listen to Film Club and you get feedback and you're not coming on the TL to tell us our daddies are mad, uh, I'm thinking you're potentially going to get one or two things and spare us a bit more pain on your next project. Oh, no, he subbed us. So oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he, he subbed him. I was thinking about it. He subbed us, yeah. Um, if you're talking about, well, I think the the writer, not, not the director, the director, yeah. not the director. The director, actually, I think he does try to pay attention to yeah. the director, so, but. Yeah. Okay. Oh, subs are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um. But I think those those are what I listed as top five. But to be honest, I I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed so many spaces this year. Devlin Agueda was such a trip. For <laughs> Devlin Agueda was a trip. Um. Before Valentine's was a trip. Passport space was so fun because it got to be. <laughs> Mr. C and I against the world, <laughs> and I would do it again. I would defend the comedic. Um, I don't want to say brilliance, but I would defend the comedy of passports. I would do it again. I will also fight everybody that said a young time ago was anything short of atrocious. That was also a fun space. But Lontana, we will meet at the front. <laughs> <laughs> anybody that liked a young time ago i'm going to make you watch love in the showroom tell me how you feel about that but anyway this was a year where we've kind of been through a lot but you know what the spaces have been good the spaces have been good okay all right uh let me see if um somebody has okay all right Benga was saying it was a mistake all right um so some of the the what are the things i liked let me see what did i put on here you cannot remember it off the top of your head. Girl. If you really wrote the list, mm. you would know. <laughs> All right. So I think at number five, I had the black book. Um, the black book for me is the space, not not the film. Uh, but it is the one that, it is the one for me that, how, how do I put this? Sometimes like, uh, one thing I like, I do like about Nollywood Film Club is sometimes when, uh, when the TL is going left, <laughs> you come to Nollywood Film Club and you really find out whether I left is really the way we should be going. For me, well, at least if that's the right temperature, I'm not saying that everyone in Nollywood Film Club doesn't always have the same, usually don't have the same opinion. We usually find about a couple of things. But you actually hear people's, what I feel like it's something close to the truth. Because like, even, even as much as I think the... NFC score is imperfect. Like it's actually not bad at telling you the temperature of like generally what people feel about it. Like I don't. I think a lot of us who came on Sister, a few of us, not mm. a lot, like a good chunk of us who came on to discuss Sister did not particularly like Sister. I like Sister is by far the highest, like yeah. clearly the highest um, rated thing on, on 
not um, uh, on the NFC score rating. So, um, like, so regardless of what people say, like, I think the NFC score is not actually a bad way to check the temperature of like how people feel about about um, about these these forms. So um, I liked it because like everywhere it just seemed like. You know, oh, the black book, and not to take from, unlike Vanessa, who just wanted to just take away from the achievement that 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 Editi had done, uh, uh, not to take away from. <laughs> not you, not you trying to fit me against the whole Nollywood director. I have to see what this man is doing. Yeah, I would never do such a thing. Such a okay, god. Unlike Vanessa, who just do it willy nilly. But um, aside that, like, um, and I know even someone like Naughty Goodfellow, he enjoyed um, the Black Book, and I think he's mostly um, spoke about like the the skill and ambition to prefer, which again I I don't mind. But like, I think what sometimes I experience on the TL is like everybody's like, oh, this is really good, this is really amazing, and no one's is even giving like a version of the production was really good, but like we probably need work on the story kind of thing. A lot of people, and sometimes you see this on your TL too. Some people are like, hmm, "I wait for film club," um, because that's as much as some people are prepared to say uh, with uh, while sitting it. But what I'm hoping is that people will generally just um, become. I think one of the reasons why we open this like nothing will happen to you. Come and say your mind. And what what I hope is that people will just become more um, honest and more. Uh, uh, let's get about tweeting exactly what they think about uh, about certain films, um, without you know, without the need for fear. <clears throat> All right. Um, so that was that's just. Well, that's, I'm the sorry. Saying is they need to be more like Vanessa. Vanessa's like. Ah, Vanessa. Exactly. So like, what you're saying is they need to be more like Vanessa. Vanessa is, is an example that you can take on the wall. You, you cannot die. <laughs> you cannot die. <laughs> not to be happy. I because it seems yeah. like the audience actually does like it to some extent. In fact, a lot of what, it. The black whenever one. we have black clubs. One. The pushback is always you guys are thinking too much. Turn up your brain. Fifty-three <laughs> percent, no, on 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 the NFC, which is which is exactly. I think it's you know. I think that, that's where it belongs to yeah. be honest. Fifty about fifty-three percent. Let me just double check this black. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really see it right now for for whatever reason. My eyes turning on, you know. Okay. Anyway, but like it's 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 not it's not rated particularly that high. It's rated about in in the I think low fifties or mid fifties. So that's that's and that's fine. <clears throat> that's 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 fine. But like if you saw the TL, you would not have suspected that. Anyway, um, then what did I have as number? Um, uh, as as number four, I had Devil in Agbada because I just I oh my god! I think <laughs> both the film, the experience of watching the film and the space, it was just so much chaos. And I'll repeat, this is not a good film. This is a very very bad film, <laughs> very bad. But it's it's six percent on the NFC score. You guys are mean. Um, six percent on the NFC score. Uh, it's a very bad film, but I enjoyed the chaos. It is so ridiculous. And... 
It's did I mute? I should, I, and I enjoyed I enjoyed the chaos so much. It um, um, yeah, I, I just love stuff like that. It's it's not it's not quite Blackberry Babes or Weather for Two um, or Namaste Wala. Um, those are the three, obviously, my masterpieces when it comes to. All I hear is motive. <laughs> <laughs> Motif, motif, motif. Can you see how yeah. the fact that he just he likes the movie instead of him to just own it with his own heart? I'm telling you, I love it. I don't like it, I love it. I he love it. Own it with your own I love you know them. what I'm saying. It's something. But yet they are the ones that attack people who are like, oh, a uh, long time ago. Don't tell me the movie is better. Than this don't movie. tell me the movie is good. Like, that's why we that's why the person is delusional. You can something. And it's okay. I see see why you two are made for each other. (laughs) (laughs) This is romance. This is the romance that Nollywood needs to be writing about. Uh, About the seed. Romance in Nollywood. That's what we'll call it. Love in Nollywood times. All right. All right. Um, all right. So um the third one I am at this why is Nollywood so bad? Um I love that what kept me up. So we've just said we're going to be discussing some what kept me up. Uh, we'll try to do monthly, um, depending on like um the the, the way the inspiration hits writers. Um, and um, and um, yeah, but I, I enjoyed that space a lot and uh, I thought there were a lot of discourse and I think that one just reached um, people in, in, the right, in the right way, to be honest. Uh, romance in Nollywood, um, I, I also have on my list, Mr. C has spoken about it. And AMVCA, Timmy mentioned um, AMVCA one, but I, I love, this is, this was my favorite i think from the day from the from that day we spoke about it and nothing has surpassed it because for me it was actually it was the most i've gained from uh nollywood film club space i had an idea of what i wanted to do but like what ended up happening on the space by far surpassed uh what uh anything that i could have come up with so that's i i said it's like is the probably the best group project i've ever been into because like collectively and um, the cooking was great all right um yeah that was that that's that's my some of the things i enjoyed uh, uh those are my highlights for uh nollywood film club and of course uh, uh well we'll do we'll do the sort of summary thing this or later all right so if people wanted to discuss some of the lowlights uh all right. Um, who did we start with? Oh, God, memory is gone. Who did we start with? Just everybody there. It was. It was Nollywood. No, it was Nollywood. What do you mean? What's going on? Nollywood was changed. I tell you what's going on. Mr. C is getting old. Mr. C, run away. Find you a young lover. I'm looking for No, 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 no! Don't do that to that young man. That young man doesn't want to watch you ever in a father. It is Mr. They are made for each other. All right, it, it, none of his name Nollywood must change. There's only one Nollywood must change. Nollywood must change. Please go and tell us your little lights. You mean uh, the worst movies or what? I don't understand. 
either the worst movies or the worst space or the space okay you can, um, like, um you like okay um my little light for nollywood um i think we we still don't know maybe we got was with our uh, storytelling actually because i kind of feel like we still don't know what story, uh, storytelling should be like you just you have uh i have a special for a movie excited for a movie coming out and then it would disappoint you and you'll be like for black book i think i was i was expecting something great for black book especially and all of a sudden i felt like no nah, this is not it and gang of ligas because we i kind of feel like we lack creatives in nollywood in a kind of way people who could sit down raising stories you know bring stories together bring plots together make great characters you know tie them up and make a great storytelling because for example because it was like a rip up of a uh, gang of london in a way and i was imagine i felt like why would a great filmmaker like jade sit down and do this like seriously why would you do that why would you copy another movie and just give us you can't you know use your imagination twist the story make it more better in a way even if it's not better you can just write something you don't have to be perfect your story doesn't have to be perfect but just write something original you know it's nollywood lacks originality i don't mean like identity like something right in the nigerian way but we lack most of our stories are kind of not original like we don't know how to make stories that are unique and are different because most of the time we just you know recycle the same thing and when we are not even recycling we are copying from hollywood hollywood stories because oh this is a crime movie it must be like this must be like that so even when you are doing using a formula you would still make something that doesn't make sense like okay another louis eh she must be your big <laughs> i am honestly like i don't take funke seriously anymore like she's she she's be, beginning to look like a clown to me in a way i don't know maybe afans will love it yes afans will love it because this is a movie that is coming out next i'm like this movie would not be good but afans will still love it sha when she throws a little um morals lesson sprinkle it all over they would love it and oh this is the great movie but she has not done anything great because almost omogeto i could i struggled with omogeto i couldn't finish it at i couldn't finish it as a stretch so i was like god is this what people are shouting omogeto this and that it should be beginning to look like someone who is on serious about i know she's trying to make money but look at Genevieve. Genevieve is making movies even though she's not perfect but she's trying to make great movies i can't if you refer me to amogeto and uh lionat i would pick lionat over amogeto because lionat i would keep referring people to lionat even if it's not a perfect movie but go back and watch lionat is something you can go back to watch but no amogeto god 
I'm going to kind of take the, uh, this, you know. So, um, I feel like we could do better with storytelling, you know, Shantytown. I was like, God, who are these people for really? People sat down and write this. They didn't know what they were trying to do. And when we are trying to do something, to make it simple too, we are not saying that you should make, you should not write simple stories. But when you are not trying to do simple stories, please don't make it feel like you are, you don't know what you want to do because you would write, people will be, the dialogue, people will be speaking. God. <laughs> but at some point, I felt like people came to, you know, deliver a speech in a county town. The dialogue was just over the top. And they felt like not they didn't feel like people normal people would you know speak and these are the people they would come online to say oh they are the best writers this and that we've made magic and all that no we need to sit down writers in Hollywood need to sit down you know we need to maybe we should learn or we should just you know try to be original to try to be original with what we are doing I don't watch movies and you kind of pick, uh, pick someone, oh, this person wore these clothes in the beginning of the scene. How did they change clothes, color? I, I don't, I'm not really kind of the technical person, I, but I care much about storytelling. I want to watch interesting stories. I want to, you know, see interesting characters. I want to see stories that if you are doing comedy, let it be comedy. If you are doing romance, let it be romance. If you are doing magic, let it be magic. So that you won't be kind, you won't feel like someone who doesn't know what they are doing. Like on that day, all of a sudden, we are seeing a random juju at the third act, like the last episode of all day. Like, what? How could you do that? Why? Why? Why would you sit down and do that? You want to? You, all of a sudden, things are popping up in a movie. Don't you know what you want to do? You call it a drama. A drama. Now juju is in the drama. So um. I think that is my love light for um, Hollywood this year. I believe we, we could do better with storytelling. That's all I have to say. All right. Thanks, not much change. Um, all right, Atas, what do, you, what do you reckon were the low lights? Atas, are you there? Oh, I'm going to have to go to Vanessa. All right, Vanessa, <laughs> where are some not of me, you? Not me being the second mm-hmm. choice. Um, <laughs> I'm um, My low lights, I'm going to start off with um, Here Love Lies. You know, I completely blanked that film from every bit of my subconscious until this thing, and I saw you guys list. And then I remembered how angry I was watching that film and wondering why it was made like it just felt like there were it was <laughs> it just felt like there were two different films like the first and second act where the, was this entirely different film from what ended up being like this weird little thriller and she's running in the bush and she followed a man to upstate New York a man that she's never met before and she met online, and she just followed this man and went into the bush with this man. How won't you be afraid? You are a mother. <laughs> I'm like, what is going 
God. Yes, I quoted a certain man, but she's a mother. You should know better. <laughs> Sorry. I no, hear love lies. Hear love lies was traumatic, was a traumatic watching experience for me. I I I did not I did not like Hear Love Lies. Um I will say, as much as I did do my best to pretty much attend much of film club this year i avoided certain films and for that i am pleased because imagine me having to mention jolly roger in any of my lists god forbid i could not watch the film and i don't have any plans on watching it um but on the vibes i would just like to say the people that named that film that's that might be the only be- the best thing you have done in regards to this film is calling it what you called it because true true not vibes Colori colese could anything, no call five. So you all sat down together and said, Yeah, that's the film we're gonna make. Uh-uh. Are we are we are we are we sure? <laughs> are we actually sure? I was like, no, 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 no. And as much as that space was chaotic and maybe a bit fun, I just couldn't get past how bad that film was. What was also a bad film? What was like a low light for me? Um um, hold on, hold on. Jagun, jagun. Jagun, jagun. I, I, I would like to say that I respect Femi Adebayo a lot as an actor and a filmmaker. Shubon. Shubon. When the trailer for this film came out, all of us were like, yeah, scale. When love is sweet, but when money enters, love is sweeter. Soup way sweet, the world up. I'm sorry, somebody. But like, why would you? We were so. I was so excited about it when I saw the scale of it. I was like, okay, we get a full epic. We get a war movie. Look at. I was like, okay. I saw. I think the trailer had like the soldiers like charging into battle, and I was like, yeah, we're getting it. And they were shouting that they are war cry in the in the in the lay of the Jagun people. I was like, okay, yeah, we're getting somewhere only for me to watch the film. And a tree was apparently lifted from the from the position it was in and returned back to being falling across the road. Mind you, me that I don't even know technical things in film. I mean no, I paused that and I say, yeah. What they did was they reversed the clip. You reverse it. Uh, uh, if me, if me, a novice, a novice of filmmaking can see that you reverse the clip of that tree falling down and being lifted up. Oh, oh. And I, I honestly, this happened in the first five minutes of that film. I should have been more aware of how this thing was going to go <laughs> from that one scene. <laughs> because for... I didn't imagine last if character to say, hey, three, get up. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I love random juju, but you can't then say in a world where this Ogun, one logo, I know that this is me basically repeating my bad of that, but it's very upset because any logo, you have jazz, and yet a logo, you didn't use that jazz. So instead, they are fighting, doing sword fighting. Sword fighting, Ibo. Ibo, I sword fight, law. Talk more of our inconsistent uh, acting. What am I? Very bad. I'm so sorry, Femi. Very bad acting. What? I was like, so what is the point? Who is this film about? It, it, so much was wrong with Jago Jago. And it was quite upsetting to me because it was like, 
you got, we got the money. This was their opportunity to redo what they did with um the other King one, of King of Thieves. I, I guess you know, okay. I be I guess you know, yeah, low low command, yeah, music back, sugar. I be I guess in Koleni. Any of the three that I just mentioned, whatever one is correct, only. And you people, you people got the opportunity to get money to redo something that you guys did on a much lower budget. And then you did all the fancy stuff. Costuming and face paint and body markings and all of that and building and the sets and the huts and all of those things. His, his war, whatever, his fortress looked beautiful, all of that. But then you guys did not give money to a team of writers to actually do something with your character development. Like, it was so frustrating for me because, like, who is this film about? I assumed that it was about this man who set up the school, but then apparently it wasn't. And then a man entered inside coffee. You people put somebody inside co- that underwater coffee scene was quite upsetting because, and you know, the pro- I, Jago Jago had me in a topsy turvy because, like, there were things about it that were like, okay, impressive. Like, when the, when the coffee jumped out of the water and there was like a weird explosion, that was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. But, like, in that same vein, while he was inside the coffin and what I was entering, quite unrealistic. It didn't look good. It's not like I'm, I'm stuck in a thing where I'm like, okay, dad, no, that's horrendous. But like, oh, they tried the whole, no, that's horrendous. <laughs> so bad. I'm so sorry. Like, everyone kept hyping. And then I was like being ghastly on the TL. Everyone was talking about how great this film was. And I was like, you people are liars. You people are liars. And I refused to be lied to again. Um... What film was Hide and Seek? Do you know I don't remember watching that? Um, I said the same thing. I was looking at the list. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. it was Lotana. Uh, it was, was it Lotana. Vanessa didn't show up to this one. I loved Hide and Seek. You know what? Uh, I, I don't think he came to this space. I think it's one. Because no, I didn't the... come to Hide and Seek. I love Hide and Seek. Oh what, my God. Was that not the one with the FBI agents? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, that's the one with Kule Remy. Oh, I'm sorry. I loved it. I'm not gonna talk about ah, it. Ah, my yet. handsome baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kule Remy, Kule Remy as a as a unruly, badly behaved um, police guy. Sorry. I'm so I'm I'm sorry. I'm not gonna say anything bad about it. Again, I'm biased, I don't really care. Um, when somebody is fine, <laughs> Vanessa will say the movie is good. It's good. Well, ah, my boy, what do you remember mean? that one where it was a pastor? <laughs> no, I but let me tell you, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. See, I've been saving my piece. I did not watch the stripper film. So sorry. You watch it. Um, Very handsome. But we did not this. We decided not to subject you guys to it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what else was really bad? What was a bad thing? Devil in Agbada. I'm so sorry, the seas. I know this is you people's love film upon which you have both connected. I'm so sorry, no. I, I'm, I just have one thing to say. Who's the request dreads? It, it doesn't. It doesn't get. It doesn't. It, there's nothing else. There's nothing else to describe how bad Devil in Agada was, except with Uzuaruko's dread. Uzuaruko's dread, an accurate representation of how bad Devil in Agada was. 
So this is where you this is where you have your bias because like what do you mean like in those those films are similar the difference is that the spice the spice in Devil Nag Bada you, can, you cannot get in 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 uh, what do you call it hide and seek is the I remember Erica Erica fighting in heels does your film have Erica fighting from two in heels let me tell you what hide and seek has no. over Devil in Agbada. Kunle Remy and Uche Montana. I don't care. I do not care. talking about fine people. Oh it's God! Like, it's mean... not about fine people. It's fine people that can act. My friend, I, my I... friend, my friend, live here. Get yourself live there. Live, see, Stop. Uche Montana. <laughs> see if Uche Montana should just stand in front of me. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I will recommend oh, you to stand in front of me. Is it that fight training sequence? With uh, uh, apparently number one feared assassin that was teaching our guys how to do boxing, kickboxing, and yet when he came down to the nitty gritty, they all ran away and left one game. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you guys notice how conveniently in the final scene they were nowhere to be found except for one person? <laughs> and you people thought that I would like that film, God forbid. Last, last, we're all on hinge on this thing. <laughs> God actually forbid. I will say though, nothing actually like viscerally upset me this year. Um, it wasn't like the year of NFC, and um, it wasn't like the year of a far from home. And um, was that a Wallace Inca film that was a Wallace Inca book? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. The, the king of them, the king um, of them. The, yes, the king and like, the awesome like last year where things were viscerally just upsetting. This year, nothing. I guess nothing was really that like annoying that I felt like oh, I had a visceral reaction to how bad it all was. Maybe I've just come to a place of acceptance. Oh, yes, I've come to a place of acceptance with Nollywood that at this point. Let me just call it what they give me. If I like it, I like it. If I don't like it, oh ho. Once you say they've made magic. Whether the magic is a good magic, yo, they say I made the magic, sir. So kokure. <laughs> Peace. Peace on you. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's um be a bit more concise. <laughs> All right. Let's like, what we go do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Um, yo, uh, having to pick the worst five was so hard, man. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because how can I choose just five? I'm so sorry. But um, so mine is kind of a mix of both the movies I found the worst and just like I guess the worst moments um, for Nollywood film film club. Oh man, a Sunday affair. I I just that movie was so funny, so audacious, and just so insulting to both of those women. And I was personally offended by that movie. By the way, it started, the way it played out, everything that happened in that movie. Um, they really missed a chance to tell a unique story about 
a love story between two female friends, even with one dying, and that's sort of the devotion to the end. Instead, we got whatever that nonsense was. So, great job. Um, <clears throat> the circumference, like the way the reaction around the black book, the movie itself was fine. Uh, I like the action, the ambition, blah, 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 RMD. The just the general it was it was, it was almost cult like in the uh defense and the sort of vim and and uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but everybody responded like crazy people, and I guess a lot of it was because people they liked or knew were either in the movie or in one way or the other involved in the movie. I just, the movie was not good enough for the reaction. And I, that that was not a favorite movie moment for me. Um, yeah. And um, this one is both. So this is both one of the worst movies. And also an annoying moment for Nolio Film Club is Madame Koi Koi Part 2. It's, it's funny because I can't remember where I read somewhere that that was supposed to be one movie and then they split it up into two and then we had two two weeks, three weeks of discussing that shitty, shitty, shittily resolved film. Um, and... Yeah, it, it just it wasted my time for too long. I don't like when things waste my time, and it's 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 just egregious. It's it's offensive to waste my time for three weeks in a row. Unfortunately, so um, although the last one was not the movie itself, that was actually just a discussion. So two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row, um, because it started out relatively well, and then it just imploded on itself there in the second half um all right all right all right all right i have here worst random juju moment random blue drugs giving by the devil that make you rate oh man i don't remember what that movie was where that was from and it was one of the teeny teenage young adult ones from a young time a young time ago (laughs) yes so that that that's that's one scene is possibly the worst justification explanation for rape that nollywood has ever done the worst use of random juju ever like it just it just did not make sense came out of nowhere added nothing but a justification for rape to the story and um I guess it continued in the end in the way the movie was in itself with um, the love story at the end that they tried to push on us there. I don't know. Maybe Nollywood will take a break from writing love if this is their definition of what a trial for love is. Um, And then honorable, she must be obeyed. She must be obeyed is arguably the worst series that has come out this year. I don't know whether it's camp. I don't know whether this is comedy. I have no idea what genre that mo- that show is supposed to be in. But that fucking bald cap. 
that bald cap was offensive and i saw it in my i had a nightmare about that bald cap you're never going to believe it like i dreamt that i slept one day all my hair fell off and that's what was with my head like it was traumatic and the series itself it, it just did not do what it was trying to do unless that's what it was trying to do in which case my bad um and then honorable mentions here love lies the one for Sarah, the order of things, um, in that order, really. But uh, the one for Sarah was bad because in itself, <clears throat> the story you end up telling wasn't necessarily terrible. However, the title where it says the one for Sarah, the poster, and even the... Um, I don't know. The love story in it itself is... I think Nollywood has a love story problem. I don't know. Maybe it's the way we view relationships as Nigerians that kind of spills over there into how we tell love stories. But it just did not click. The person who ended up being her one did not make any sense the forced friendship that they then did with Frank uh, Bucci after they finished doing their little lead-ons. Um, and then the end where everybody's just randomly pregnant. Like, why? Anyways, that's it for me. All right. No, thanks, Atas. Um, uh, wrote to me, do you want to... Um, tell us some of your low, low lights of the year. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, so I'm first disclaimer. I have this habit when I really think that a Nollywood story or film is bad, you will not see me in this space. I'll just avoid this space in totality because if I have to defrag what I really don't like, I'm just like, I'm not even going to do I, I avoid any space. So if I have to come to the space, I'm going to come when I think there's something I have at least some good good to say. So, but in terms of my lows, I can just break this into two parts. I'm going to do one for just Nollywood in general. Then I'll probably do one for within the space. That's the way I'm probably going to break it down. So somebody made a comment a couple of weeks ago, and I think I've been using that description to describe everything that I see. And I'm like, this perfectly describes everything. It says that somebody put together, gets a WIAC result. The person went to school, got a WIAC result, but is presenting it in the places where people are presenting PhDs. And it's like, oh, PhDs are presenting their results. This is my work, WIAC. If PhDs are being present, presented, I'm going to present my WIAC. And I'm going to be in the same place where people are presenting PhDs. And that's the best example, the best analogy. I, I, I'm like, when I have something's been done in Hollywood, just for the sake of a lot of people have to market their stuff. And I'm looking at it that when people, we talk a lot about story, the leaders that are moving the industry forward are more, more should I say, business-minded and producer-centric people. So when we look at why we're looking at all the stories, we're questioning the stories. The story, story is not the leader. Production is the leader. I found money. I want to tell a story about so-so-so-and-so. Get me this actor. Get me this actor. I have money to get this equipment, have money to get these solutions, put it together. Then the story, the plot, the themes, the characters, the dialogue are afterthoughts. And that's when we get, we put who, this face, just do what you normally do. 
and I think that like there's there's this there's a lot of things that me I appreciate in terms of picture quality, art design, and everything. But there's also an illusion, small illusion that is being added that scale. If I'm doing things bigger, it means it's better because I'm doing the biggest thing. I'm the first to do this. I'm the first to do that. And I'm like, you can make a story about anything, which is why one of the, if I had better technical quality for Yahoo Plus, I'll put Yahoo Plus on, one of, on my list any other day. Not because of that, because I like the premise. It was simple, the place, the, the, the one location, but I like the premise. You have to work from your stories, then you add all those things on top. Not, I have all access to all these things, and I'm not going to start making a film out of it. And this is kind of where we're getting out, we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot. And I think that it's also, I've always, I've been saying this thing for a while. I, I think streaming has done a lot for Nigeria and helping us, even us that are probably not always going to the cinema or not, people that are not in Nigeria to gain access to Nigeria films has done a lot. But I also feel like streaming also puts has put some problems within some of the way people are trying, people that have gotten to the front of the the heads of the streaming networks and what they are doing. And that's, I've got to lean into something that somebody in Hollywood must um, change was saying earlier. Part of the things that it feels as though, oh, we're mimicking one since because we're pitching we're pitching to the streamers. We're trying to say, oh, this movie is so, 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 and so. So if somebody says um, this thing, though they tried to, they said that, no, um, Black Book was not John Wick. When they voted on the Netflix website, it was the Nigerian John Wick. That's what they wrote there. That's oh, the Nigerian John Wick. And it's marketed as that. Then I go there and I'm like, this is not John Wick and it's not Nigeria. And I'm like, this is that weird thing of People, oh, you're hating, oh, you're not supporting the industry. I'm like, no, you people are taking things out of context and you're pushing because you're trying to market. But you are now, audiences are on one side and they are dissatisfied and you're killing the business that way. I had somebody, and this is I'm, my low point for me this year. I was a friend of mine and I had to unfollow him. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And it was like, and I'm going back to the black book on that. And it was like, mention me by name that I don't know the business. And I looked at this person, I'm like, you people in the business don't know why you're killing your business by yourself. You are making stories that are pissing audiences off. And you are telling me, oh, the attendances are down. Oh, people are saying things about your movie. You have not figured out the cocoa. What kind of stories do you want to tell? What kind of stories can you even tell? That's another thing. I think that's another thing. We're pitching, we're stretching, like I said, like for PhD. Um, if I'm going to double back, so the second part of my stuff, I'm probably going to come from within NFC, uh, NFC itself, within our club space and everything. And I, I, and I feel, I, I, last year I learned something and I said that I will not censor anybody's opinion. I will not come back and question anybody's opinion. They have the right to feel their opinion. But I, I just have to mention it and I'm just going to use it as an example. It's a bit like what um, must change said. And I just want to have, usually just because it's the most recent example, he just said it. The idea of like Genevieve and like Funke it's almost like, like the apples and oranges analogy. They are two separate brands. Funke made her break in the industry by doing Jennifer, and she has stuck to that brand ever since. She's a comedic. She's, you are saying she's acting like a clown. A clown is her. That's her. That's her thing. That's her brand. And she's, and she has box office figures to support that the people that want to buy from her want to buy her doing that comedic thing. Genevieve is, has maintained this kind of classy, idealist way of which she approaches Nollywood and people are love her for that. It's two different things. So sometimes when we're analyzing stuff, we have to know what category we are putting things into so that it doesn't look as though we're just being angry. Not because of, I understand everybody has an opinion. He can have his own reasons why he's comparing them. I'm like, but they are two separate brands. They are two separate approaches to the businesses. I love my 
perfect anti anti uh, my my anti nemesis sorry in this space is um, Vanessa and I love her I think this space NFC is what it is because of people like Vanessa but I'm always there's only one thing I will say and I I don't think Vanessa should change in terms of what she feels but this is the context I just want to I, I always want to put in and this is context in terms that applies to everybody even me I'm probably guilty of it emotions make people cloud they be cloud the, even the right opinions that were given or the right facts that were given. And I'll say this in one thing about, and this, I'm going doubling back to Black Book. There's a, there was a producer friend that was there, one of our big producers here, and it was like, if we did um, the Black Book in a certain way, it would have been like generic as though we're, com- uh, we're trying to make another foreign film. And Vanessa made the best point, and I'm like, this is somebody that, le- she said that a father looking for justice for their son is a universal story. And I was like, yes, this is beautiful. That you get it, just Pauline uh, Adima looking for the guys that killed his son is enough to hold his story without sharing granites. That's all. It's enough. It's strong enough as a premise. But because now it gets later, she says something. It's not like oh, you're beefing. You're not happy about the guy. And everything. And this is also to where I go back into context. Someone I remember a foreign article, specifically the Black Book, because they said it was. Popularized that it was made for one million dollars. It got seventy million views. Somebody was running comparison that against other films that Netflix have made for two hundred. The views that it got was comparable that for only one million dollars in Nigerian film got that. So in that part, the Black Book is a success in comparison because they are using metrics. That's why I said that it's different things for apples and oranges. People are we might be looking at a story. Someone is looking at the numbers. And saying, oh, because it's numbers, it's successful. Look at how well Nollywood is doing. Because that's their comparison that they're running with. So that is, I love you guys. I love you guys. I think that you guys are probably the best thing that happened to Nollywood. Because it shows you guys are the most consistent customers, always going to watch and even give feedback. And everybody was reasonable and not trying to be in the Nigeria. I know they are beefing me. This is the best customer feedback you can get that can help you make your product better. That will help you even be more successful in the business. Nobody hates your business. Everybody wants you to succeed. If the films are good, trust me, I'm the first person to hype about it. So yeah, that's all. I wish you guys, we'll still have like two more spaces. I wanted to wish you guys happy new year in advance. So we're still going to be here by the grace of God. If God keeps all of us together and life and both together. But thank you. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for to me. That said, um, there. Uh, um, Ayika, do you want to tell us um, um I was about to say, uh, I thought it, uh, uh, Elizabeth, do Wait, you want to did you forget me? Ah, you see? I, 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 the inmates are running the asylum. Just just speak. Fine, I'll go before everyone. So, what did I not like? Nollywood Film Club this year. So, let me go back to that list because really, I can't remember anything that happened this year. Yes, um, number one for me will be all the big movies. Every single big movie that we, that we um, reviewed. Because I feel like you can transpose every uh, feedback. I want to use the word feedback, not criticism, of each of those movies. And put into the other and it will stand. 
like you, you all you have to you just need to change the names but every other like the structure everything still stays and why did i say this so let's take for example all the derivative movies that we reviewed this year they are number one i want to lump them together and i use the word derivative so if your film looks like you sat down with another movie's plots line now i'm not just saying plot because again plots are universal Troops are universal, themes are universal. But if you look at the film's plotline and you carry paper and barrel and you started your own and you're just doing line for line for line. And rather than just continue that line for line, because honestly, I don't I don't mind you doing a derivative line. In fact, if we are done line by line, like Isokem versus something new plotline, I will take it because it means that you're on track for your movie to look normal to be okay for you to deliver on something. But then you have something like Gangs of Lagos versus Gangs of New York, in which one is complete, the other just looks like a complete mess. Then, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. I think that Gangs of Lagos, I was just pissed throughout that call because I'd not even formed my opinion because I watched it that afternoon with a friend of mine who even doesn't really watch nollywood like that like that but she she saw the hype and she was like she called me let's watch it this afternoon i'm like yeah sure and then when we watched this she halfway she was already done she was like is this going to continue this way i was like i don't know now you said you wanted to watch it let's keep going and i think for for the fact that he tried to do something and he did not know what he was doing similar to black book are you revenge no you're not are you going to do some form of sleuthing to figure something out? No, you're not. Do you have motivation? I think your motivation will show up some, some, some time after your second act. That's strange. Then what else are you going to do? You're just going to end it either ways, whether it makes sense or not. You're just going to end it. and then. But in the meantime, you're going to use very, very pretty picture. And you're going to do a lot of audience service in which people will laugh at bits and pieces, you know, clap at bits and pieces, just enough to confuse people that they've watched the most empty thing that they will see in 2023. And that really pissed me off because, guy, this is not new. If you're going to comp- like, if you're going to carry something that already exists, that's probably your motivation. Why not just go all through? Like, why not just complete it? Just plotline for plotline. At least we'll get some semblance of something. But you just like, you know what? I will do my own thing because I'm just going to mix these things together and then I'll give you the best and then end up not being the best. Anyways, that's one of the things that I hated this year. Another thing, Shantytown. Shantytown. Shantytown also suffers the same writing problem that the last two, the, those two that I mentioned, but it's not just the writing, God in heaven, they now made it a series. <laughs> Have I not suffered enough? I watched the first episode and then I'm like, you know what, I'm out. Because nothing was happening in the first episode. And I'm like, if you're going to establish things, maybe you're trying to set up characters, you better bloody be doing it. And but it was just dragging. I'm like, yeah, sure. I think I'm done with episode one. Everyone's like, no, I think you should complete it. I'm like, fine, I will. And Lord God, Emily King, things were just starting up. You know, somebody was in there. Again, at, uh, atrocious, ambitious 
dialogue. Please, let's do. I don't know what's going on with our dialogue writing. Terrible. Anyways, all the random speech giving monologues, things happening, setting up things that why did at, at the end of the day you have a lot of whys. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why is this happening? And then at the end, it say killed that character. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Should it be should this have been her? What exactly is going on here? Anyway, Shanty Town, don't let it happen again. Okay. I don't of course it probably will happen again, but still. I do not like Shanty Town. I hated the speech. I hated the film. What, oh, series, please, before they come for my neck. What else did I not like? I didn't watch a lot of things because I was protecting myself. Um, uh, what else can I put? What can I pick here? Okay, I won't really fight with Battle on Booker Street. I thought that Battle on Booker Street could have done better by, you know, sequence, like, figuring out the sequence. I thought that if the mixed some of the funny scenes with some of the serious heavily filmed scenes right it could have balanced some things and then fleshed story and then they did another cardinal scene for me resolved a a, a secondary uh what's that thing called resolved the secondary conflict and left the main one you know what i'm like you know yeah sure but i didn't I don't know if I she said I hated I hated this per se. I feel like because every other there's always a consensus apart from people who come say yeah sure but it's nice I like it and they're my peoples I know them peoples whatever. Apart from those guys, if there's like some form of oh this is bad, I really can't stand. And then which one did I not like? Uh, I think that's about it. I really didn't watch a lot this year for me too and i know that jolly rogers and what's it called jolly rogers actually came as one of my best but it's actually one of the worst things i've watched this year and honestly i didn't put it as well i I don't think it is a sin (laughs) per se it's one of those things where (laughs) yeah at the heart of it is you're not so sure if if the maker smoked something or you watching it here the one that smoked something but you're sure that somebody smoked something but you're not sure who so that is it for me this year on nfc thank you all of us smoke something both the writer director actor us for watching it we are all smoking something honestly all right okay all right okay um let me go back to my intended this thing all right wayne's rant Thank you so wait, much. Wait, 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 what? See, Ashe, I went, I decided I wanted to go to you. You said no. I should go back I to you. I didn't say no. I, I was, was Pearl. I was, yeah. it's Pearl. Pearl, yeah, it's Pearl. I'm just, and then after Pearl, it's me. Wait, 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 wait. And then it's Wayne's Rants. Wait, let's, let's all drink water first. The first time, I think I was like fifth or sixth. Yeah. So, I mean, I can still allow Pearl to go. It's like, I'm, I mean, no, I'm a gentleman. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gentleman and all that, but like, no. let us know it's my space. Then I'm giving it. Uh, okay. Um. So my time has not started. By the um, the things I didn't like this here, um, films. Um, Devil in Agbada. Funny enough, I didn't remember it until like today, and then I went. I just I just saw like not the trailer, like the banner. 
the flight poster, poster. And yeah, I remember that film. That film was just been that was a film when like they turned like three random girls to CIA agents in like one night or something. Um yeah. Uh <laughs> never again. I'm definitely but um she must be obeyed, God. Uh that I so I, I I enjoy when films make me feel because I think that's the whole point of any form of art and you know um literature and anything. Right. Um she, um she must be obeyed brought a level of anger in myself. I have I don't think I have seen in a while. Like I was watching that film and I was so pissed because I cannot watch a film halfway. I don't have a ment I don't have the ment- you guys that can start a film and then like just stop because it's not fun or it doesn't make sense. I can't. You don't get it. So I'm watching this film. I'm I finished the first episode and I'm like, God, I have to watch it everything here. Like I'm watching it, I'm pausing it, I'm running out of my room, I'm punching the wall, but I'm having to come back to watch it again. Is I know someone here was talking about Funky Akindeli and and it's like she has a like then let her be let her make it known eh, that this film she's doing is for that audience because now she's she's doing advertisement for this other film and everything. And she's hyping it up as if it's for it's for all of us. It's for every every um Tom Dick and Harry. But it's not. It's for two people, her specific audience. But we don't know. All of us going to the cinema or, or Netflix to go watch this film and it, it just really does something in us. So yes, um a Sunday affair. I, I remember watching watching the trailer and I was like, this looks spicy. You, you, know, you know, the kind of films are like, it's like a love triangle and it's spicy and everything. And I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I can't remember. I think it's Dakori. And say, I, I, I hope I'm, um, is it two people? And these are like two, probably two of the most beautiful actresses we have and really good actresses. And, but the film just didn't do anything. Like, I, I, one of the reasons why, like, one of the ways I know, like, a film really falls flat is I had to go back to the list to remember, oh, this film, oh, I saw it this year, yeah, that kind of thing. At least, um, she must be obeyed. I'm just angry. This one was just, um, there. Let me see if there's any other film. I think we're, we're doing five, so I'll just see if I can add two more. I know there are a lot because I saw the list, and like what Otas was saying. The, the the problem is putting like limiting them to just five. But I'm quite quite chapter two. Yes, um, now it's straightforward, right? All of us, all of us, and I think like I like, the, the real thing that really gets me upset, Madam Quite Quite Chapter Two, is build up, right? If you're going to make a dustbin film, let's be dustbin from the first scene. Let me see everything. I'll be like, ah, oh, this is dustbin. I I I'm watching the film with that mindset. It's painful, but at least it's still that. But you may, I, I thought I was, I was seeing the next big thing. Like I was telling people, guys, guys, watch this film. Oh my God, there's a story we can all relate to it. And then you, you do what you did. Um, and lastly, I don't know. Some people say some good things about this film, but it's Obaram. Um, I don't know. Um, when you can say we should not sound like we have vendetta and everything, and I don't have a vendetta, but honestly, I am tired of seeing Nancy see me. Like I, I'm being, I'm tired. Like 
two year break or three year break, like because everywhere and it's not even ah, the acting is not good. This and it's you you know how like Nollywood is just generally doing a lot of nonsense at this period of time, and if you if you throw a stone into a, a bag of nonsense, you will see at least seven Nazi cement films there, and in six of them she leads. It's like no. You know, so um, I, um for, for a lot of things about the film, but just uh, I know people, a lot of people had issues with the Igbo being spoken. Um, I, I I barely understand Igbo. My dad won't be proud, but um, I I just didn't like the acting, and generally I hate any film that they do music because I'm a musician and I've 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 not I've watched zero Nollywood films. I'm I'm being serious. The film with um RMD. Um, as a, a guitarist or something. I've watched zero Nollywood films where they do music well. Zero. There are some that have good music, but like when you watch them doing the music, like the, the guitar is not plugged. The guy is literally strumming his hands and I can, I can hear him playing a riff. Um, The person is singing and the lip sync is, they're holding a note in the song, but the person has, is out of breath in, in the film. It's, Nothing they do musically is good. Nothing. And it's I, I don't understand. We have like the best musical industry in Africa and probably one of the best in the world. Um, but we just can't do films about music. Why? Even they even put an act um, a musician in the film and they cannot sing or they can't anyways. Um yeah, um 2023, the year came, um stressed me. Hopefully 2024 doesn't have as much because obviously not the I'm, I don't expect that Hollywood is going to just turn a new leaf and make um, normal films throughout. I know they're going to. Um, I've, I've not seen AY's Merry Men for Merry Men Three. I don't know how bad it is. I really, really stay clear of AY. Um, but I know somebody's going to do something like this. Don't worry. Um, Funkyakini is going to drop something in 2024. AY is going to drop something. Somebody's going to drop something. But let keep it to a minimum, maybe ten in the year, and then we'll be fine. Thank you. All right. Thank. Uh, th- <laughs> Thanks, Wayne's rant. Um, uh, uh, Pearl, do you do you wanna? Pearl, are you there? Hi. Yes. 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 Thanks for remembering me. Oh, good. This Nico Ami is great. Okay, let me get to it. So, um, for the movie or show or whatever. Because this one, sometimes we're not sure whether to call them movies or shows, but She Must Be Obeyed is like the worst thing I watched. I watched Man of God this year and I really hated it, but then it's an old movie. So I think She Must Be Obeyed like is the thing I probably... It just felt like, wait, when I started, I remember like texting with Chin and I was like, is this supposed to be comedy? And then I was like, sure you did whine me. You know, like, that was the kind of reaction I was having. And then at some point, I just kind of gave up. I remember watching it to the end. Then I woke up the next morning and I was asking him, wait, how did this end again? And I couldn't remember how it ended. And I had to, you know what? I just, I hated She Must Be Obeyed. And I think Funke Akindele, like, as we've said here, she has, like, a formula that has worked for her. But it's, it's probably time she... I don't know, elevated her craft. At this point, she's just lazy. And then, sorry if I'm sneezing and all that. I'm out and about and walking in the cold. 
And then uh, Madame Koi Koi. <laughs> Let me just say that it's not often that a movie, it goes beyond just bad to the point of being comical. No, that that's acceptable. But it's not often that a movie like triggers me to where I'm not just like, oh, this was not a great movie. It's like I'm actually upset that movie achieved that. So congrats to them. And then as far as wasted opportunities, these are movies that I, by and large, enjoyed, you know, to varying extents, but they were still like hugely, uh, uh, they were such a waste for the kind of opportunities they had and that they didn't like really utilize. And that would be Jagun Jagun and The Black Book. They could have done so much more with the budget and the platforms and the just opportunities that those two movies are, are presented and then as far as engagement with uh, uh, a product I really hated the engagement I think uh, Van- Vanessa has said this I did not like the conversation around the black book I hated uh, the lack of like critical um, I don't know how to even uh, say that but the way people felt like they had to like pick a side and I don't know what the sides were, but it was like, you had to either really love it or just really trash it. And you couldn't like be in the middle and say it was fine for these reasons. However, you know, and I just really hated all the conversation around the black book. Then um, for the spaces, there's only one that stands out to me that I absolutely hated and I'm glad I was not live uh, for it and I only got to listen on Spotify and that was the one with uh, the producer of Madame Koi Koi and I remember listening to that and I was like I had a lot of feelings I had a lot of thoughts I acknowledged the dismissiveness you know of the guest and just the way they just refused to actually engage with like any questions that were being asked or they would come up with their own questions or pretend not to understand the question that was being asked or pick which question they would answer. I don't know, but I just really, really hated that particular one. Um, let me see. Then just in general, I'm just going to say that Nollywood, like, one of our biggest problems is that we're still, like, not respectful of writers and writing. We still have not learned after all this time that gimmicks and marketing and big budgets and nice effects and graphics and things are never going to make a good film. And it will always come down to the writing. We don't respect that. And we think any old person who just says, yeah, I have an idea, is a screenwriter. A screen, script writing is like a very, very, very specific craft. And if you roll out of bed and decide that you're a scriptwriter, that's fine, you know. But in the end, when it's out, we'll talk about it. So I guess that's really what I wanted to say. All right. Thanks, Bo. Um, yeah, um, a lot of people couldn't do... do um, do the interview or not? Um, uh, the interview with the producer. Um, yeah, I, I guess it's worth saying. Yeah, I'm just when whenever I think with almost any movie um, that that goes on, like yeah, my my I think 
if I have some, if I have a producer, writer, director, one of the filmmakers behind a movie, if it's something I disagree on, I want to give the person as much as a chance to clarify certain issues. And um, I think what you're picking up from, what you picked up from that is that the the producer, you don't think the, the producer answered or um, avoided all the chances and opportunities that were given. But um, that's, I think that's it's it's there for anyone to to um sort of to um so for them to hear and you know take with it what what they will. All right. Um uh I think to well it should be should you be, me. Hey, hey you you you're, you're last now. I'm not last. I <laughs> that was not what I said. Uh 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 uh. Okay. All right. That was not what I said. Okay. okay. Thank you. So um, I I try to be very specific in what I criticize people in because I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm saying. And I don't think we should throw out the baby with a bad water. I don't think all this is even a bad movie. I don't think they did everything bad and I don't think it's something. I always find entertainment in most things. Um, so my five list. I am going to say why specifically, what specifically I think is bad about them. Um, so, oh snap, I had the list in my head and now I lost the list. All right. Number one, I am going to now because I lost the list. It's not a Are list. Are we observing of... a moment of silence? Is it just me? I can't hear a single thing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just, just you. Yeah, Elon does this sometimes. Um, uh, Inka is speaking and we can hear her it's just yeah Elon is probably not allowing you to hear her because sometimes spaces do this I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry Claire. Um, she can't hear me so this has no co- coordinating list because now I, I've forgotten the number I, do, I have to now even remember the, okay I am going to go with Owls of Secret now Owls of Secret what the technical, the technicality and everything, all that, I think it's wonderful. And I and I think that we should encourage really going for something, even if you fail, you should, we should encourage that for, um, for movies. And movies that are considered bad, who knows, 20 years from now, it's a classic. It, it happens. It happens. It happens a lot. Um, but for Hours of Secret, writing is an issue. <laughs> With sometimes the director, I'm not, I'm not even talking about plot, I'm not even talking about characterization, I'm not even talking about motivation. I'm just talking about there's no reason for this movie to exist based on the writing of the based if I am to take the movie based on what it tells me is its, is its reason. Because that house was built by the general giving money to suppress the documents to come out. Now, the question is simply like the general should just simply not give the money in the first place. That's it. And therefore, because it just undermines the writing, simply undermines the reason for being the movie, for being the movie. I think it's bad. I think that's just bad. I think that's a a very, I don't think many things are portals. In fact, a lot of things that people here say is plot holes, I don't even think it's literally a plot hole. It's just something that you ignore for the for the focus of the story. This is a huge plot hole because you just undermine your entire story because then 
your villain is an idiot. Your villain likes to waste money. He's <laughs> a goddamn idiot. Um, but it's okay. It's still, you can have villains like that and just know that this movie is just so, supposed to be an entertaining movie and not not to be taken seriously on its, on its writing. So that's Owls of Secret right there. So just like maybe people should be very careful when they are writing to always go back and refresh their writing and see what the, what the thing that leads to something goes. Owls of Secret does not work on that. Um, Ilea Lowell, Ilea Lowell, the one reason I'm going to say is, and I think I said this, I've repeat, I'm repeating myself if you guys go back to the, to the spaces. Ilea Lowell, one big issue is the editing. There's just one atrocious editing that is just really, really atrocious. I mean, yeah, sure, the story makes no sense. <laughs> Not that the story makes no, complete no sense. There's just some things with the story and, like, the the things that are caught on screen that doesn't really fully fo form to the themes that the, the movie is trying to say. But that's, that can be waved up as subjective. This is editing issue. Like, the point where she has to vomit the thing, we do not see that. We do not see that. It becomes shaky. It becomes ridiculous. And this, and the reason why I pinpoint this is because this is supposed to be the highlight point, right? This is where she's doing the highlight thing of actually vomiting the, the baby. I think the devil spawn when I, oh, that is within her. So this is an highlight. This is, this is um, the plot's what's it called, where it goes, and yet you failed so badly at the editing that makes it absolutely atrocious. Just, just not. But as a concept movie, sure, cool. But this is one of the reasons why I'm going to put this at where it is as like one of the bads for this year. Um, one of the other bads for this year, um, Obarami. Now, I like the concept. Some of the singing was good. Some of the acting was good. The issue is that one, I can't take seriously a 10-year-old singing in a nightclub where they're selling drinks and bars and everything. Two, uh, there are issues with the development of the music, the person singing, how they staged the music. There was just a lot of things that was just like, you. it is within your capacity to, to fix that. To fix that. And that's what's bad about Obarami. Uh, and uh, what's... I... Now, this is going to be subjective in my part because subjectively... That is informed by an objective, by, it's informed by an objective calculation, but it's also a subjective. I did not finish watching Devil in Nevada. So my, my, my judgment comes from like 30 minutes of Devil in Nevada. And it's not because, oh, I'm too busy. Oh, I was bored. I was tired. It's because I was pretty well. I could watch that movie. I could sit down and watch that movie. But the movie just did not encourage me to watch it because it was ridiculous. So... Like I said, what, the thing that made this movie ridiculous is that it is a paint-by-number political 
kind of drama basic movie that there was no need for the mistakes that were happening it had it was it was almost competent it was almost competent a very good example is the first scene it starts from the first scene you're showing us a bible just recording the bible there's a very specific um verse that you want the people to read do you think i can see it when you're moving when the camera is very far away from the bible like that are you ridiculous put the text on screen put the text on screen i can't see it no, still within that we, it's very simple that, like they've been doing that since the silent movies okay <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, it's silent movies. That's like over 100 years ago. So, my friend, there was no, there was no, you saw it in editing. Number two, uh, still within the same scene, or they were shooting, um, okay, there were some things I can kind of forgive. The girl runs after they kill her parents, right? And there are bad guys in the car. She runs out the car. They come out of the car. All she does was just close the door and then she runs and then you don't see the bad guy run after them. What is this? What is, what is like the... Just have the guy run off, up, all the way to off camera. That's it. Just have the guy chase her. You don't even, we don't even need to know how she escaped. The next scene, we see that she's there. We just, uh, we, will, we will just conclude. The audience will just conclude, yes, yeah, she escaped somehow. Like, it's, you see what I mean by almost competently done? That's, that's kind of why Obarami, not Obarami, what's it called? Devil in Abada is, is atrocious. It's like you can see that if you just move a little bit more, you can you can have a pretty okay movie. A pretty okay movie, but like, okay, it's like every other movie, whatever. Um, especially because it's not, it's not, you're not trying to do something eye-concepty like Hours of Secret. There is, there is like no reason for this to be happening. Um, and uh, other one that I think is, <laughs> I wanted to say, excuse me, there's this one that's Actually, like, yeah. Uh, here's me rushing you, Inko. Yeah, I know you're rushing me. And the last one is the second part of um, Mama Kokoi. You just completely ruined the first part because you just you just didn't follow up on all your plot points, and it's like a different entire something. So that's why. But all of this, everybody tries. There were so many. There were good things and competent things in it. That was. I'm just being very particular about some of those reasons why. I think these are some of the worst, some of the bad moments of this year in movie, in Hollywood movie something. Thank you so much for letting me watch Devil in Nevada. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, so um, I think, uh, Timmy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, um, so for my, for the films I didn't like, um, the first one would have to be Lil Wu. And I tried, I think I mentioned this when we did the half year review that I couldn't finish it. I tried watching it again, I still couldn't finish it. And at this point, God knows, God knows that I have tried my best 
for what's it called Obaram. The only thing or the only things that made Obaram watchable for me first were um Nkem and um that small girl was her name, Dara Simi or something. They were the only ones who made the film enjoyable because first of all, not only was the music bad, not only was the lead actor bad, not only was the story will I say incomplete, but I don't know, altogether, I feel like the film just made for a very underwhelming um this thing experience the and the thing is this everybody's like oh i mean yeah sure everybody has is entitled to their opinion but like come on what's it called she must be obeyed yeah sure she must be obeyed has it had its issues but at least it had nice songs it's ha- i mean it's had very replayable songs songs that you can add or songs that i have personally added to my playlist so i think that's that's at least something to take from she must be obeyed Obaram that was supposed to be a musical, you could not take anything. Not the story, not um, an emotional connection, not the music, nothing. Um, what's the next one? Battle on Booker Street. Battle on Booker Street, I, I don't want to sound classist, but it irritated me because it was very, very cringe and raz. And for some weird reason, the way they were speaking, I'm not I'm not Igbo, I don't speak Igbo, but the way they were speaking Igbo also felt very disrespectful. I don't know, I'm sure my opinion on this might not count since I'm not Igbo, I don't know anything about the language, but it just felt, it just sounded very disrespectful, especially the way, um, what's her name, Messi Johnson was speaking the language. Again, I don't know Igbo, I don't know how to speak Igbo, but I'm like, at least from what I used to hear, that did not sound like the Igbo that I used to hear. Sure, sure, there are different dialects, but what I'm just saying is there are lots of things in the film that just felt very crude and crass, and it was like they were just going on, they were just doing vibes on vibes. It felt like they didn't necessarily have a screenplay. The director probably was like, okay, um, <clears throat> this is what I want to achieve in this scene. I'm not going to like write a script. I'm not going to like give you guys actions to to act and dialogues to to um to say. You guys just do whatever you want to do and make sure that the point of the scene is made. That was how the film felt to me. It it didn't feel like there was. It didn't feel like they actually settled down and say, okay, let's actually plan this thing because thing things are just happening for happening's sake. The other film is House of Secrets, and honestly, <clears throat> I don't want it to be like how do I say this. For me, for me, the House of Secrets, yes, yeah, sure, the like technical work and all of that, it, it's impressive, which I totally commend the film for. But the thing that just took me out was the fact that <clears throat> this woman has been living. <laughs> in that room for only god knows how long and for some weird reason i know that there was no toilets there there was no bathroom there so my question now is how did you stay in that room for so long without leaving and without noticing the whole setup that 
that that was taking place that's that for me as soon as they just showed that part of the film i was i clocked out i mentally clocked out because i was like what is this what is happening and i just said let me continue watching the film because of nollywood film club only for them to come and reveal the most underwhelming antagonist i've probably ever seen antagonist that does not have setup antagonist that out that doesn't even have sense because I think somebody has already said what I even want to say, so I think I'm just going to skip that. The next one would be um, The Black Book. The Black Book, again, yeah, sure, the ambition, everything, all of that was, <clears throat> all of that was, is it's quite commendable. But at the end of the day, you just have to ask yourself, what is the point? Like, what is the point of all this? You spent money on guns and weaponry and good camera work, brilliant camera work impressive cinematography he spent money on all of even the color grading too i liked the color grading the art design like so much thought was put into all these other things but at the end of the day they don't make it just how do i say this what's the point why when at the end of the day the film that you're telling for example the music in that film pissed me off because there were just some scenes where the music was quite intense. And I will just be asking myself, what exactly is the point of this music? Nothing in this film has happened to earn this music that is playing. And that music was just, it was just annoying me throughout the film. Because the all the technical work that they put into it, at the end of the day, it just feels like it's for nothing. Because the story felt like nothing. Like Vanessa said, a man, a father, revenging his son's death is a very universal story. That is what he could have done from beginning to end. You say no. You say no. You want to do black book. Black book. As in, is it by force, <clears throat> is it by force that the title of the film has to appear in the film or something? I, I don't know, but them bringing the whole black book thing them trying to bring the journalist you're telling me that a journalist in the whole of nigeria the journalist that happens to be to be doing her work just happens to come in contact with the person who killed your mom come on guys come on guys what's what what are we doing here what's what is going on sha Again, I'm not going to say like, oh, it's an absolutely bad film. Because there are good things to take from the film. Like I said, the art design and the, the color grading, all, the, all these are nice things to take from the film. But you see that story? You see that story? Mbano. 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 Madam Coin Coin. Okay, I'm not going to even talk about this one because everybody has talked about it. But Madam Coin Coin Part 2. Madam Coin Coin Part 2. After the... Is it first 30 minutes or 40 minutes? I mentally clocked out. I couldn't even pay attention to what was happening because that first part that they were giving that exposition, trying to explain what happened, I was so confused because I was like, we left part one with this happening. And now we are continuing. I had to go back to part one to watch the end of part one because I was like, this part two is not connecting with the way part one ended. How do we go from this to now you're giving us this story? And it's not like you're giving us the story in a nice way. You're just giving us exposition. Haba. Haba. Sha, that's all I have to say. All right. Thanks to me. Uh, Mr. I'm not going to talk about it. Because oh on my God. I'm really <laughs> suffered, you guys. Please, the next person, 
that is talking. I hope I don't have the same bad luck. The last two speakers, it was oh, like really? I'm walking in a wasteland. Yeah, I'm just here. Oh, like no. you actually have to drop off and come back. It's not gonna work. Okay, let me do that. But, Thank you. She can hear a few people, just not the. I okay. didn't hear the last two people, so I've just been on here like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right, okay. Uh, Ihama, do you want to um say? Give us your a brief, you know, uh, aka baby. Do you want to give us your highlights or lowlights of the of the twenty twenty three year? Is there? All right, uh, Mrs. Do you want to give us your lowlights of the year? Um. Sure. Um, in my lowlights, this. <sighs> I mean, if we go right from the start, we started with The Weight. I absolutely hated that film. Um, I think, well, let me let me borrow from um, Uche Nancy. It wasn't made for me. <laughs> I borrow from Uche Nancy. It wasn't, it wasn't made for me. Um, I don't have any specific spaces in mind that I didn't like, so my lowlights will be films. Um I don't know, man. There were a lot of things that were lowlights for me. Um, special, special shout out to our big films, Brotherhood. Um, what's its face? Um, um, Gangs of Lagos. Um, it was so again the big stuff, right? The Brotherhoods, the Gangs of Lagos, the uh, Black Book, with all the all the set pieces, all the all the money put in, but giving me very little story to actually follow and not enough plot development. And just so such lack of understanding of character motivations, just so much missing. And I don't I don't think it's worth rehashing because I think we've already done done and overdone all of them on the on the pods. But yeah, there's those those big films that ended up under delivering that was a I think someone mentioned last year that oh we've you know we're we might be harder on more ambitious stuff like I don't know if you if you promise me a lot if you promise me a lot I, I'm going to expect a lot right and I, I'm I'm sorry if I'm underwhelmed by by your offerings um Ilewo was another letdown because it had promise um it had promise i liked the premise i think there could have been a lot done with ileo war and it just really took the third act curse and made it its own really settled in there and that was very disappointing um what else was a low light <sighs> everything lotana gave me this year Everything Lotana gave me this Lotana year. Trilogy. The Lotana trilogy. Let's not do that again. Yeah. Let's not do that again. Um, Big Love was such a letdown because it really should have been a nice little light-hearted romance. And it was it was it was kind of on its way there. Like it had the you know unhinged um premise of oh we're faking you're the you're the son which i didn't mind i didn't mind that on that you know i i i let rom-coms but i don't know how much com was in this rom but i let rom-coms tend to have a bit of you know 
random nonsense in there something that seems just out of the realm of possibility like we're going to pretend this is your kid I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that but I think I think something like Big Love was one of those things where I think we talked about it where we don't pay attention to what kind of ratings we want a film to have um, and you know what, what we're doing with it so Big Love ended up being rated what 18 was it on Prime and ordinarily, there is no reason why a film like Big Love should get an 18 rating. It should be rated lower. It should have more accessibility. But they decided to show us a sleeping dick print, um, a shower scene, but she was in lingerie for the shower. And there were a couple of fucks thrown about, right? Like 17 in a sequence. Uh, <laughs> And suddenly a film like Big Love is an 18, which, you know, that that was that was kind of a letdown. It just lost its turn. So any anywho, I think, oh yeah, and of course, Madame Koi Koi 2 that took the third act curse and made it a whole film. That was unfortunate. The space was my highlight. The film was a low light. Get it right. Yeah. But like I don't know how you give me a whole hour of the third act curse. That was that was very unfortunate. But I don't know, man. There were some unfortunate. There were some unfortunate things. Um, we had to see this year. Uh, have I mentioned the Sunday Affair? Fuck that film. Um, especially coming out around Valentine's, that was very unfortunate. Uh, but I have what on Valentine's. On Valentine's, love is dead. Anyway, <laughs> be that as it may, I have to say, right, as a professional hater. Every time the film doesn't don't sit right with me and I go on the TL and I see, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh my God, 10 out of 10. Oh my God, the moral lesson at the end of Jagun Jagun, amazing. I know that I will come to NFC and my people will be there to share in the hate. And I love you guys for it. <laughs> Except when I love Passport and you'll fight me on it, you're going to get lost. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I I don't have I don't have low lights. So I um obviously there's some films I don't I did not appreciate or like, um. But yeah, uh, it's always it's always good to come and discuss them with with all of you guys. Um, so thank you for that. Um. All right. So like I I guess in this sort of summary, well, before we just do a general summary, a quick summary. Uh, wanted to allow space for what we think we can do better in 2024. Or, or I guess, I won't say going forward, but maybe we might not be able to change um, in the next couple of weeks. But um, do, pe- do people have suggestions on like, how we can do better um, from, a, from an NFC point? All right, Timmy. Can Mrs. C be hosting sometimes? Never. <laughs> Never. Kamu are confused. How is Timmy going first? Yeah. He put his hand up. This is not... This is, yeah. So you've abandoned the queen. There's no... Yeah, because, because like some people might not have anything to say now. Uh-uh. Yeah. I did. Exactly. I literally just did. Yeah, I exactly did, and I raised up my hand. No, exactly. I, I assumed that we were <laughs> going to 
We assume no, wrong. Let me land. I assume we were gonna go by the queen. Hey girl, assume assume makes an ass of you. you get away? <laughs> All right. So to me, to me, to me, to me, Tim, Tim, don't mind that, man. I will take it on board and I will host more in 2024. We'll see about Thank that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the, the general gist of why I try to do as much of this as I can, because look, you know, we do, we do film clubs on Sundays and Sunday is the weekend and the weekend sometimes has Arsenal playing in it. And there's sometimes I would love for Mrs. C to just host it. <laughs> but... I, I do tend to, I, I'd rather carry this on my head because uh, for a number of reasons, um, I, I, Mrs. C does, I don't want to add to Mrs. C's uh, headache because hosting you guys, uh, you guys are a nuisance. We like her uh, though. So on, I feel like unhinged right, people. She don't like you. She don't like you. We will be angels for you, Mrs. C. Just yeah. exactly. All right. Anyway, any other, any other, um, uh, any other thing? And there is no cue, so it's by hand <laughs> or just on mute. Uh, Vanessa, um, does this have to be about you and the film club, or does it have? Can I just finish and uh, Nollywood a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> we have a summary later. <laughs> No, I thought he said that we can talk about what Nollywood can do better in the coming no. year. I've been more no, wrong. No, film club, no, no. I had wrong. <laughs> I have nothing to say except yes, Mrs. She should know everything. We don't even want to see your face again. I thought that I thought that you said what am I expecting from Nollywood next year? No, no, Nollywood, Nollywood uh, will do in the summaries. Okay, no while I'm coming then. Right. Okay. Atas. Hi. Um, so I think that you have a hard job. And I don't envy your job at all. As someone who has considered hosting <laughs> Nollywood critics before, I swiftly changed my mind just because of how much the sheer amount of work I know that it takes behind the scenes. Um so this is the only compliment I will ever give you, Mr. C, in public. So accept it and hold on to it for the rest of your life. <laughs> that said... That I sounds do... more like a threat than a compliment. <laughs> it's a boat, all right? It's, it's accomplishing two things. Um, that said, I do think there needs to be some more consistency about how you decide or how uh, an FC... Uh, decides to cut people off that's all i would say yeah okay um all right point point taken um we might we might do the five minute thing just make it a bit more permanent just sometimes like uh it's it's uh it's difficult because like sometimes like before we did the five minute thing one of the fun things about nfc is sometimes some of you go on very very beautiful rants and it's sometimes it's really enjoyable to listen to that and then sometimes you know sometimes somebody's repeating themselves it's not even the the timer thing Six that's the problem it's mostly like sometimes someone will randomly push back and then you will let them push back and when the other person wants to respond you're like no no no, no not now and i, I just feel oh, like exactly. if they're pushing back they're pushing back let them respond if this is not time for a pushback then when someone starts pushing back it's no wait till it's time for a pushback one way okay i'll, I'll... Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that under under um, 
I'll take that. What do they call it? Under advisement. Under advisement. No, I'd notice that. All right. Okay. I'll 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 watch out for that. I'm I'm if I'm doing that, I'm I'm not meaning to, but uh, I'll take that under. I'll I'll look out for that if I'm doing that unconsciously. All right. Uh, Wayne's rants. Um. Hi. Again. Um. I think personally, I would prefer. I'll prefer. It sounds very selfish. Um. I would like if we had. Um. I know you said we're going to do um, more what get me up topics, but I'd like if we had like I think because some of the I'm rambling. Some of the best um, spaces we have at the moment where we're not really talking about a film, but we are talking about um, just general issues that um, exist in the Nollywood space. And I think it's been nice if we had more topics like that. And another thing I would like is I really liked how during the first Madame Koi Koi. Um, um, film the space we spoke about um um like what we think we're going to see in the second one and i i think it'd be nice if we had a little of a little more of that where maybe for instance um there's a film coming out we've, we've all seen the trailer and like just the week before the film if we can just talk a little about like expectations and what we think will happen in the film and how we feel. like I, I just think it, it adds to the um extra um expectation before you see a film like hearing other people talk about it not like reviews but like you know those you guys understand english is feeling me but yeah no okay i i hear you um just noting it down uh so almost watch <laughs> watch some trailers and and try to do predictions obviously wayne is excited to do this because he killed the last yeah. predictions i said look i said Fun. I'm not sure about hosting a whole ass space for predictions, but we could request predictions in the lead up to some films. Yeah. If we, um, if we do that, I would like not to be shamed for my for my out my outlandish. I want you to give me the outrageous predictions. And I will shame Let you. your imagination <laughs> run. You used to be shamed. <laughs> Uh, if I accept I'm not alive anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. No, wow. Not even much change. Okay. Um, so I, something just came to mind. I, I think next year, next year, I want us to like, I don't know. I don't know if it's okay for everyone, but I, I would like that we have some, you know, writers, producers, directors on this space and we would ask them questions you know to know their thought process and you know to know how they go about these things and everything will just come out bad <laughs> so i would like to know like did they just everything just why shooting the whole thing just flip and they are unable to like you know contain everything so i would like us to do that and yes i support um uh, our task concerning mr c causing people let people make uh, their own arguments you did that to me was it doing a lot, a lot last week you did that and uh, why would you do that you don't let people you just cut people off you conscious in the way you but you do it intentionally actually i believe you did it intentionally so mr c next year come on board I think we're wrong. Aisha is not your network. Aisha is not your network that cuts you off. Because uh, no, anyway, <laughs> um, 
you know, you know what your network is doing. Mr. C, how can you be bullying a child? Come on, stop. <laughs> all right, okay. Maybe right, just come in. But to take some of the things that Nollywood was. Nollywood must be good. Accept it. Accept it. Nollywood must change. Nollywood must change. We do not know whether it's positive change or negative change. Be careful what <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Um, but uh, so still more of the not cutting off. Okay, I've said I'll, I'll watch out for the not cutting yeah. off thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just say yeah. Sometimes i don't know i I've, i imagine sometimes i do have to cut people off um but yeah i'll just uh, like uh, i think Otas said uh apparently i'm not doing it fairly um uh, um uh Aiko, do you want to Did yes I, wait. as Did the primary something? person that you cut off that now i'm used to it <laughs> i have accepted the abuse i am now acclimated to it it's okay um i just want to say going forward Eh? we should continue with the entertainment of and I am so sorry, I apologize ahead of time, Mr. C I know I'm about to ask you to make a good sacrifice for, for my entertainment and for everybody's entertainment uh, Vanessa, can you continue to <laughs> make Mr. C's life on this space, a living uh, frustration for him oh yes, quite, quite yeah. gladly Go, uh, I, I love so I love the Tom and Jerry. yes, yes, yes. Don't worry, sneak attack. I only attack you whenever you come for me. That's it. All right. So yes, I know I, I attack you, but I attack you whenever you come for me. So that's that's just it there. So, and I'm I also not... want to thank you for creating the space. Don't cut me off. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. So again, not cutting people off and less time for incomes. All right, got it. Um that's, that's not what I said. See? That's what I. That's, no matter you know, how I take your side, you always do this to me. You're going to make me a villain, and you know it's always the quiet ones that comes to that that turns crazy. <laughs> oh, good lord! All right. So don't make a good person turn a villain. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. So that's that's the that's you guys. You guys don't have much hope for NFC then. Like um, is uh, much uh, for us. Is there anything um? Uh, some of the things I have here, uh, the cutting off, um, uh, sort of incorporate predictions, uh, thing where we can, I don't know, I don't know how we're going to do that one, but I'll, I'll have a think about it, how to do predictions. Um, Mrs. C hosts more, um, I, I still, that one is on ice because we'll see. Yeah, is it? Yeah, you hosted like one, is it one or two last year? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. All right. Okay. Um, Mrs. C host more, and uh, I don't know if I missed one from Not Even Must Change when his line was cut enough. Uh, writers, producers, and uh, directors. Oh, I, you know, like it, that's interesting. I don't know. I, you know, I did bring up a writer, producer. Um, I brought a producer for Madame Coco. A lot of people didn't seem to like that. Um, yeah, no, we were, done with that. we were done with that. It was the producer himself, and how long has been going on for at that point? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, like, how, so would you, but, like, in terms of, I know, like, we had Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 
them, but like generally, I imagine this thing would be surely at least the space after the 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 week after or do, during the what time uh, of when their movie has come out. No. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, we, like maybe we can bring like three writers or uh, four directors. You know, not like the specific uh, movie. Not like we are discovering a movie. Mm-hmm. discovering a movie. Just bring them on board, like uh, four, five. Like ask them questions. They talk about you know how these things uh, go around when they are writing, when they are developing stories, when they are shooting. Maybe that is the way the problem. Like just like a roundtable kind of. Like I, I want to know that thought process. Actually, <laughs> I want to know what they're thinking. So I have a question because, like, I I don't think that's a bad idea. I just think um, we we also try not to like um, cannibalize like aspects of our our some of our allies and our our people like inside Nollywood and um, even Chuck NG, and they do tend to host a bunch of those things. Do you think there's a different flavor we could personally add, or is there is there something you're looking for in, in that aspect? Oh, you. I, I noticed that this platform you mentioned, like the audience are kind of like maybe they are friends, people who really worship them, kind of close to them. They are the ones who ask questions on these platforms. But yeah, I think most of us would ask questions that we know that the audience would like to know, you know, questions that I don't really know this person, so I don't care. I would ask questions that are important. I think that's what I think about it. Right. I see. You want to ask more acidic questions <laughs> than. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you on that, but I think one of the reasons why, you know, and honestly think they serve a purpose and it's nice for them to be kinder because I think that's some of the way you actually still get people to speak on, on, on your on your on your platform um i'm not saying they all do that but i think if 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 they hosted it i don't know i don't know like the way i hosted the 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 madam koiko if if that one if they if that's around the level because like again it was more you know i had the point where you know there's more general questions but like i'm going to ask you sort of the more controversial parts of your film and i'm going to at least press you enough for you to either show people that either that allow you space to either clarify or press you enough for you that if you don't answer it people notice uh, notice it so but like i don't that's that's the best i think i can do uh, on that aspect and I'm wondering if how many people want to get pressed, even up to the yeah. point that I'm willing to press. Like, how many filmmakers are willing to be able to press get pressed like that? Like, that's again, that's a different thing. So we've, we've had Mildred like, on. Um, oh yeah. yeah, there are some people who absolutely take it on, and like yeah. again, like we had Obi. yeah, we've yeah. had Obi, we've had Mildred um, um, earlier back in the days. Guys. Back in the days, AK has been on as well mm-hmm. for Superstar. Um, A.K. Mason. Um, I think Dario was, da- was on for... Um, um, what was it? Um, his first film. Yeah, Ojuko Koro. Uh, but, but that was Ellie. On We're now blocked by Dario. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I just wanted to say, um, as much yeah. as I do like the idea, um, nobody, not not most you, most humans don't like this, and especially artists who are very very sensitive. It's a it's an age old stereotype. It may it might not be true for everybody, but in general, they tend to be very sensitive people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but in, in general, I, so, I think just to okay. say, uh, just uh, to say that yeah. like, we'll we'll so, try to have as many filmmakers as we can yeah. to do, but it just so, I don't expect so many. We should be nicer. Like I mean, no, no, yeah, no, no, tell no, tell, no, tell no, something. No, 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 like, just do what you do because again, and we've always maintained that the filmmakers have a right to response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we don't even need to reach out. It's up to them to go. Yo, I want to come and you know yeah. defend this. I want to come and say this, and they can hop on the space and request to speak as it is happening. Um, but yeah, there's 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 always that avenue open, but not from. Uh, we're not going to say, oh, film club, be nicer or temper yourself so that filmmakers are going to want to come on here, no. because again, primarily film film club is not for the filmmakers. It's for the audience. Yeah, it's um, to it's, it's really to document the temperature of how people feel yeah. at the time of. I think it. people misunderstand my nice. My nice means being kind, not like you're going to not pass your your criticism. Like, oh, you call that's why we have you. <laughs> that's why we have you. Yeah. So I'm not telling you not to temper your criticism. I, I I can't say that people should temper their criticism because I'm not I'm I'm not generally a person who doesn't temper their criticism. I just say kindly. <laughs> but yeah. I'm still criticizing you. And people yeah. notice and then people push me away. So yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, but like we do have wicked people on here, and uh, there's nothing I can do about that. So, this some of those people are the most dedicated people to, to the cause, uh, and, uh, and uh, I do <laughs> I accept them. <laughs> as, there's as, just you know. so much. Oh, one more thing, guys. Can we can we leave um, the those two actresses? We know they are bad. Can we leave them alone? Let's leave them alone. If they leave us alone, like, why let's are you to leave people who will leave us alone? No, must you can not accept this. You cannot accept that they're going to be in the movies well, because no, they're beautiful and this is their time. So we have to accept that. And they're still bad in the movie. So, they still say that they're bad. Let's leave those two. Yeah, we can say the acting is bad. They can like, try being good. Oh, That's no, 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 we might need to refresh some people's uh, memories. Nah. <laughs> oh, with the two of them, you don't need to refresh people's memories. They are everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. Everybody has seen that they are bad by now. And if the person cannot see that they are bad, it's okay. I won't that means that person is either delusional or something. But we don't have to, you know, by this time, we've already helped people enough to realize that they're bad. <laughs> yeah. no, We're not helping people. <laughs> It on a film by film basis, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, um, I, I get where Yinkan's coming from. Yeah. Like, I think, I, I think it's on a personal note, like, there are some people I used to hound a lot more, both on the TL and on here. And after a while, it just feels like I'm bullying, um, them, even regard, if, even though, like, they're not like 
they have got a bigger platform. They have all of the, this, but not the power balance is not there for me to bully anyone. But like at some point, it feels like I have made my point anyway. And um, and you know, I chill. But like that's a that's on a me personal base to calculate this. And uh, and I would say to you guys, you know, like at some point, you two, you feel that you get to some point that you know. Me, I'm rested, Let's attack the producers that keep on putting them in movies. No, but me, I'm actually rested, but... especially for my particular main one. I've actually, <laughs> I've, I've actually, I've actually quite rested because she's my baby sister and I love her. I've actually rested. So even if we should not bring up my sister's acting again, we're all just going to pretend like it's, it's not happening and just move on, Okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm all actually right. at the point where I probably just stop watching. <laughs> 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 you guys can have fun. Like, come back. Because enough is enough, please. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. General, um, uh, for our summaries, like, um, I, I'm going to have to listen to, I can't believe I didn't listen to, this is poor, poor form, but it will be interesting to listen to last year's year in review. But what 2024 uh generally i don't like the trajectory of where we're going it's not looking particularly great um but i want to hear from from you guys obviously all right um we're back to the queue now um uh and wow. so arbitrary. is back muted <laughs> okay all right so <laughs> so uh i think we start with nollywood must change Not even must change. Uh, go on. Uh, you can unmute yourself. Not even must change that. Okay. Um, I think a, a task. I just, I just unmuted myself. You, you muted me. Okay. I didn't, I didn't mute uh, you. Clearly, I just go on. Um, I'm sorry. I want to say something. Um, comparing uh, Genevieve and uh, Funke. I'm not saying Funke should not make comedy movies. I'm just saying that she could do better the way she presents them, not so clownish, you know, in a way, but she could do better the way she presents them. So that's and that. Um, regarding next next year, <clears throat> maybe I should wait till this, <laughs> next week or uh, next week when I see, uh, is it Black Sheep or what is it? Is it Black Vessel or what's the name? Blood vessel, blood vessel, blood has to be inside, so you know it's gritty. Looking like it would be good, actually. Maybe I'm expecting too much, actually. So, uh, I, I think Nollywood is not going to be, get better next year because all the movies we're going to see next year, they've done them this year. <laughs> so, I don't think anything good, not really anything much. Maybe if we are going to see anything good, maybe later next year. So, uh, let me keep my you know, let me let me just open my heart to you know to something. That's what I have to say. All right, okay. Nollywood must say not not looking, not hopeful. All right, um, Atas. What I am looking forward to seeing next year, obviously, is less random rape. That would be wonderful um if we started to see women more as whole human beings outside of plot devices or rape victims um that would be great and then 
a better exploration of love, man. The way we tell love stories is so toxic. And that is a reflection of our society, guys. Like We are in deep shit. It's just... And I'm not saying tell it the way Hollywood tells it. I am sure that we can tell our own love stories, good love stories, non-toxic love stories. Like we did that with um, the one where she dies at the end. Sorry, I'm bad with movie names, but I will remember the plot word for word. Uh, what's his name? Where he's a, he's shy and then he loves his girl. His best friend is hitting on her, whatever. And then she dies in the end because the best friend kills him. What's the name? It's with Latif, I think. But that one. The grill. Yeah, the grill. Love story there is simple. It's cute. Um, no one involved in the actual love story hates each other. And I would just like to see a little bit more of that. But as a whole movie, not just as a side attraction, like as a whole movie where two people actually like each other and aren't just being randomly insane. Um, <clears throat> so that would be great as well. And honestly, the action, I like where Nollywood is doing action. I know some people don't like the underground story and sort of the um, <laughs> underbelly of it. But I really enjoy the nitty gritty sort of world that Nollywood is trying to explore. I would just ask once again that they explore it better. Um, however, I do acknowledge that it's like it's relatively new for Nollywood. So finding their feet. Um, and so maybe we can start with less complex stories until we actually know what we're doing and then build on the complications. But that would be my only request and what I would love to see next year as far as Nollywood. All right. Thanks, Atas. Um, uh, Vanessa? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm done with um, action in Nollywood. So, so sorry. Um, I would also pray, this is me just being hopeful, that Nollywood abandons this thing of where one film does really well, be it in the box office or on streaming, and then 600 other movies of following the same pattern are made. And then we become inundated. That is why I'm inundated with this specific way of telling action stories in Nollywood. It's not the action that's the problem. It's the whole, there has to be a gang, an underbelly, a weird, it's just, and random juju is thrown in there somewhere. Always live for random juju. We'll always live for random juju. But... I have certainly become inundated with the specific type of action movies that Nollywood is telling. Um, I would also beg um, Nollywood, this is me pleading, that Nollywood um, refuses the angel on their shoulder that tells them to throw in many twists just for the sake of twists. Um, We don't need for the film to be Tony O'Neill for us to feel like something happened. You can tell a story that is in many ways linear without going higihaga and it would still be impactful um i'm with otas i'm a i'm a love baby girl i love love please nollywood can we can we tell 
actual romances that don't have extra unnecessary drama for the sake of, again, unnecessary twists and turns. I just want to meet two people who meet each other and watch them fall in love with each other beyond surface level reasons. Because as heartwarming as Big Love was this year, when it came down to it, these people do not love each other. And so how was I supposed to fall in love with people who apparently were falling in love but didn't love each other? Because when one of the characters was asked why he loves the person, he could not give one reason why he apparently loved the woman I'm supposed to believe he's so madly in love with. I just want to watch people fall in love and actually show us them falling in love. Um, I also would appreciate Nollywood learning how to use a montage. A montage is always great. A montage is especially for a romance film just know how to use a montage in a very impactful way that moves the story along because montages and romances slash rom-coms go hand in hand and when used just make for a wonderful enjoyment of a romance so yeah please more romances also nollywood i would appreciate i'm not trying to take food off of people's table or or tell people not to have jobs like i was accused um, in the summer of 2022 by comedians around the world but um, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I would just like to say um, can we not give the same 10 to 20 people um, roles for films there is a vast we have a vast um, tongue in cheek I'm going to say this black book of actors and performers and performers in Nollywood who I believe can be leading men and case in point youtube you can find them on youtube i cannot believe that morris sam has not been chosen to be a leading man for a netflix or prime video romance because that man is the king of youtube nollywood and every day that man is falling in love with another woman sometimes in one day he has fallen in love with four different women on youtube and proposed to all of them and i believe him wholeheartedly so, so I would appreciate it if Nollywood does not keep forcing, does not keep forcing a what's his face, Baba, what's his name, the guy from Blood Sisters, Kilorukomanye, that is in all the films in Nollywood at this point. They should please, it's okay. Out very day, is all right. Not trying to take food off of Dayami's table. I just don't want to see Dayami as the love interest for anybody anymore. There's, there's sexy men. I'm sorry, Nollywood needs to identify leading men and leading women. Um, Nosobasi exists. Vaino Lugu exists. Beautiful young men who can get me to fall in love with them and get women to fall in love with them on screen. I just want us to explore more with our actors and performers. Nollywood, please hire writers. And if you can, if you can seek out people to review slash read read your scripts for you just to help you get somewhere before you actually put the film out and make the film and then you now start coming down our throats for telling you that what you wrote did not have it just i i I know i'm sounding a bit hopeful but i'm just begging guys because i i'm fatigued and i would like some enjoyment next year all right that's uh it's quite a summary and quite a hope uh wish you all the best with all your wishes. I know, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they still have blood vessels. 
We have blood versus coming See, that, up. That blood versus God where people I'm very 50-50 on whether I'm showing up for that space <laughs> or if I'm watching that film at all. Alright. Okay. Um, uh, is it quick? Yeah, of course. Um, I wanted to say that if I take input from people's mouths, I hope we will consider Adinia Day because I don't know why she keeps showing up randomly in things. Because Adinia Day has money to make our own films. Has money to make our own film, so you continue to see in the her. background like for no reason, and she'll just show up in scenes, anyways. Uh, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I think it was all right. Okay, <laughs> right to me, please go and give us your hopes, uh, for 2024. Oh, my hopes for 2024. What are yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I especially, I expect Nollywood. They are probably going to go bigger. They are going to go for a bigger scale. I think from this year, there has been increase, like in terms of the production quality. I think that that is going to become more of a main, a mainstay. I think we might have the problems with story, but I think that production-wise, we're going to move up. We're going to try and increase our production quality. Um, there are some certain projects I'm probably going to look, for, uh, look forward to just out of hope. But let me just say that my the three big boys, um, I'm looking forward to Aniko Lakbo, the series from Kulia Falayo. Um, from Mo, I think there's um, a lot of part two. Then, hopefully, if fingers crossed, we might get another one from Kemia Adetiba to kill a monkey. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, that one will come out. Um, the apart from things that have not yet um, come out that are still coming out this year, Blood Vessel and War, and the Amazon original, um, I think Breath of Life, those three, I'm looking forward to seeing what those have to offer this year, whether good or bad. For this thing, um, for for <laughs> the part of light, so um, for just uh, from smaller movies, there's Over the Bridge from Tolu Ajayi. A Quiet mo- uh, Monday for my friend Dick, uh, Dika. Um, there's um, um, Kairi Kasum's film. I'm going to model this. My, I don't have, I don't, my English, Igbo is not anything like Afem Efuna, the one boy story from Kairi Kasum. I think that my, I hope that will come to streaming. And uh, I Do Not Come to You by Chance, produced by Genevieve, yeah, which, um, directed by uh, Ishaya Abako. Uh, I think that those are my, what I'm looking forward for 2024. If I've forgotten anything, hopefully I'll f- other things. Um, Omar Dada, I'm sorry, um, Omar Daddy. I think that's in cinema. I hope it gets to streaming next year. Those are the ones I'm probably looking forward to for next year. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks, uh, Rotimi. Elizabeth, uh, hope, expectations for 2024 and, and, and a summary of, I guess, how 2023 went for you. Okay, um, summary of 2023 for me is I hope 2023 does not happen in 2024. Uh, I didn't really enjoy this year. Um, this year had a bunch of wins for Nollywood. That's Black Book with the commercial acclaim on Netflix. Um, Mami Wata, I didn't get to see that. Fuck you, Silverbed, very much. Um, then 
all the colors between is doing well in the um festival space excited for that but now when you remove all of that on the on the entertainment side youtube came through for me you know there's lots of nonsense there but you know i have absolutely no expectations so that's really great on the youtube side but for the rest on the streamers i didn't go to the cinemas this year i wanted to go for mommy water but it didn't work out so thank you for keeping my money in my pocket but let's let let's 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 not let 2023 up, up on next year. That's it. Now, my expectation for next year is let's, let's not let 2023 happen because I have absolutely no expectation. I'm not looking forward to any film. I'm tired. I'm born out from terrible stories. So the only thing that can happen is if the stories start getting better, maybe then I will be very disappointed. I mean, I would eat my words, but... If not, I'm like, yeah, I predicted that nonsense, but whatever. That's my expectation and roundup. All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. Uh, um, Wayne's Rants, do you want to give us your summary of 2023 your, uh, and your predictions slash uh, expectations for 2024? Thank you so much. Um, my expectation for 2024, hopefully I... Visit Nigeria 2024. So my expectation is actually not a lot. Um, I want to get to see a lot of films in the cinema, and I, I don't want anything big. Like I just want to watch a film that I enjoy, right? Um, I think all of us know that there's like a big difference between watching a film in the cinema and in your laptop or on your laptop, right? So I, I just want to go to the cinema, like watch a film with surround sound, um, and like be transported into that world. Like, I don't even have big... Even if the world is, like, this is not the best, like, just transport me. Let me feel transported. Um, the, They were talking about... Um, Vanessa said it, and I, I'm a big love. Like, like, whenever I'm, like, my life is just going down the drain, I just pick, like, two rom-coms or two romance films and just watch, watch it. And, like, I feel like I can, you know, move Mars. Um, so, yes, one or two good um, romance films where, like, you know how, like, um, Adeswa and um, what's the name of this guy? Banky had um, so much chemistry. I'm trying to remember the film. I don't think it's Wedding Party. I can't remember. But, like, where... Um, or let me know, you know how like Fowler and Simi had so much chemistry that I was like, these people have to be dating. I want a film where you watch the film it's and you go on. For Isadeswa and Kulen Remy. What film is that? Ah, go and watch uh, Falling. Falling. Oh, Falling, Falling, the one they were singing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, thank you. In my head, thank you. That's the one I was looking for. Okay. Um. And like you, you just want to go and check outside. Are they really dating? That's what I want. I want to watch a film and be like, these people, this kiss cannot be fake. These people are dating in real life. What That's because what was was a little scattered marriage. <laughs> you, you people, see, this, is, this is my problem. You people lack commitment. You people lack yeah, commitment. John Ralph Roman. We, we will make our submission on the case against marriage in Hollywood. <laughs> we actually need to do a space on, on it because why? What is the problem? You people lack a commitment to the romance genre. Every time Hollywood does serious romances, you you them have to be chasing rumors. Has to be. It, it, it goes in hand in hand. 
Man, Oscar, they all dressed each other on the red carpet. Yeah. Give me you that. do realize a lot of those classic movies, especially in the nineties and thirties, in the they actually all actually all had affairs with each other. And that's okay. Okay. Let's not talk about affairs, please. Yeah. <laughs> please, Wednesday, please go on. Finish round up, please. <laughs> oh no, I'm done. They just took over. I'm actually done. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Um and next pearl, please. Pearl. Present, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your oh, yeah. summary of 2023 and then your hope and expectations for 2024. Okay. I guess my summary is what it is, right? Like, I think in some ways we made strides and in some ways we kind of remained like stagnant or even got worse. Stories were kind of crazy. But, you know, the technical aspect, I think... Maybe there was some, uh, maybe it got better in some ways. I think I've already said that, you know, I feel like more people are watching Nollywood uh, films. So that's good. Um, I don't know, but let me just move to like hopes, expect not so much expectation as hope. So I just hope for a general like change in attitude from uh, the filmmakers sometimes I get the vibe that it's like while you guys are there talking about whatever we did or didn't do or get right or didn't we've moved on to our next project thank you very much for watching our whatever you've given us the money to do our next thing we've already forgotten all about it I've actually heard this like sad so I hope that you know and also you know just a general appreciation for the place of criticism and just a departure from this feeling of uh, effort is to be applauded like we tried and that should be enough you know the fact that I mean that's good you know like there's nothing wrong with trying and yes you know every effort should be applauded but it cannot that cannot be the end of the discussion about a film they tried it cannot be you know so I would also like like a change of attitude regarding uh the how do I say this there seems to be like this uh, thinking that if it's commercially successful, it can it cannot be art, you know. And if it's art, it has a small space where it can exist, and it cannot be com- commercially like successful. I would really like us to like move away, and that's from the point, the parts of both the filmmakers and the audience, you know. So I think that there's a real. Um, there doesn't need to be a division between art and successful or commercially successful films. I would like to see better dialogue. We really don't make any effort with the dialogue. Like when I say like none, we don't even, I'm talking about on a very fundamental level of how dialogue functions, like just the way people talk and just the psychology behind what people say when they say the things that they say. I don't think that like our writers really think about stuff like that, you know, and it would really help with the writing, you know, and whatever. Our dialogue is just kind of basic to the extent that when somebody says share the ground not, we celebrate, you know, because it's so basic that we there's not very much to celebrate. And then I would I hope for the audience to just be more discerning 
you know, and that includes all of us, you know, like every day I'm learning, every day I'm here, every, every time I'm having to like revise my opinion based on just what I didn't know that I know now, you know, sometimes I'm ignorant about something and I have an opinion as on the basis of that ignorance, but just in general, I really like for the audience to be more discerning what is a good film and so that we can also, as a result, be more demanding of the filmmakers so that because this complex that is happening where it's like it keeps getting put on the audience and the audience continues to reinforce that by the films that they choose to go see in the cinema and it looks like most times not very good movies are rewarded you know and it emboldens those filmmakers to continue to make those kinds of films i'd like to see like better uh cinema attendance and I don't know how we make that happen, you know, and I don't know if the streamers are going, if the availability of streamers, the streamers, which is a good thing, but also as far as cinema is not a good thing. As far as our movies, we go to see American movies in the cinema, but not so much our Nollywood movies, you know, because they're all over like the streaming platforms. And I would also like for these streaming platforms to not just take everything, you know, then I would like for our filmmakers to like do more research. Sometimes we talk so much about how hard uh, films are to make and it's true. We talk about money, budget, technical this and that and it's true. And then every once in a while you just see some staggering nonsense that has nothing to do with any of that. It's just plain carelessness and lack of research. You know, like I was talking with my friend, was it two days ago, about Madame... Uh, uh yeah madam koi koi and we're talking about just some things that were just careless for no reason you know she was like she's catholic there's no mother superior running schools that post belongs in the convent she thought like we're talking about how why were students wearing they were to bed why were all of them having the same check color anybody who went to a boarding school could have sorted these things out for you like real quick so it's not everything that is about budget or excuses or this or that sometimes like it's just carelessness I want to see Mami Water uh, available, you know, however, whatever form that happens. I hope, like, after the incredible success that it's had globally and still enjoying, I hope that maybe they reconsider bringing it back to the cinema in Nigeria and then eventually to uh, the streaming platforms. And then I would like to see the kind of success that Mami Water and the Black Book to varying degrees and on varying um varying uh, parameters i suppose but the kind of just global like success that and recognition that it's brought to the industry in its specific like niches because those are two like very different movies and whether you like one or the other or both or neither but what they've both done as far as like our reputation for the industry i think it's been incredible i think that's that all right thanks for this is the second time I've heard someone hope for um, Mami Water to return to Nigeria. And I'm in two minds with this because I think the best the best version of Mami Water, I think, is cinema. Is, is cinema. Um, I think there's there's no doubt about that for me. Um, the other thing is that I think on one, on the other hand, I also think Nigeria should just hold this ale. Uh, like, hey, you had the chance. It came and you treated it like that. It has gone. Move on. Oh, learn from your next. Audience. Learn from your next mistake. It's not. It's always not going to be the audience for the most part. It's always going to be them. 
The, that's that's the cinema is dying. Cinema is dying. People have been saying this for a long time, yes, and, and they're they something they that is doing... actually cinematic, and they don't show. Cinema is dying, cinema. and they're playing around. Nguano, all right, let's go. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Timmy. I think I've lost my place. Timmy, go on. Um. Okay. So for 2023, from me. While, like, sure, the films on streaming might not have been the best, but at least we had a film that won an award at Sundance. I promise you, if anybody had told me that, oh, a Nigerian film will win an award at or a Nigerian film will even show at Sundance, I would not have believed you. But the fact that a Nigerian made a Nigerian film, or was it a West African film, and it went to Sundance, and it won an award, I believe there is hope. And because of this, I feel like there is just probably one thing that most of the directors on streaming should learn, which is the fact that, at least from what I, from what I could tell or what I could see, C.J. Obasi's films usually have... Um, I don't know how to say this, but um, they have a very similar look and feel. He has a voice which he puts into his film. Sure, I mean, totally sure. Even if you know, story is important too, story is key, fine. But even if your story isn't strong, at least we should be able to get a sense into who is handling the film by watching the film. I don't know if I'm making sense. It's kind of like how if you watch a Wes Anderson film, you know you're watching a Wes Anderson film. If you're watching a C.J. Obasi film, you know you're watching a C.J. Obasi film because they are able to put their voice into their film or their own artistic expression into their film. I feel like the whole problem that we are facing with Nollywood is the fact that we have consumed a lot of Western media and it's almost like we have forgotten what it's like to be Nigerian. And there are times when I talk to some people from other African countries and they tell me about how, oh, they used to watch Nollywood films when they were young, this, this, that, that. And I would be surprised because I didn't even think that there were people outside Nigeria that watched Nigerian films. And I just thought about it and I was like, maybe the reason those films were so successful back then is because they actually felt very, very Nigerian. The whole... Patience, Ozokwo, evil stepmother type of thing. It felt very Nigerian. The way they were acting, it felt very Nigerian. But now, we have films where the actors, Seth, even, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, English is nobody's, um, what I say, um, native language. But now we have films where our actors are just speaking English, speaking English, but they can't even express themselves well in the English because it just doesn't feel Nigerian. What they are saying doesn't feel Nigerian. Nothing about the whole whatever that is happening in the film feels Nigerian. So, for me, coming into 2024, I would really love it if Nigerian filmmakers could make films that are Nigerian. I want to watch a Nigerian film about the Malam that is selling biscuits. I want to watch a Nigerian film about a downfall driver. I want to watch a film about allergies and allergies that go to Asalatu every Sunday. I want to watch a Nigerian film about 
a Nigerian Christian family, something that I can relate to, something that I can point out throughout the whole film and say that, yes, I can identify this as something Nigerian. This is something that I can relate to. This is something that speaks to me. Not Nigerian John Wick. No. Give us Nigerian stories. And and another thing is, I feel like a lot of people, sure, ambition is good. Ambition is very good. I support ambition. But let us calm down. As in, that thing that people say about Nigeria being a third world country with first world aspirations, that is very, very true. Let us let us be coming down. Not all, all our films don't have to be the same. All our films don't have to have these big explosions, blah, blah, blah. Make, make children films. Make, I don't know, just, just make different types of films based on the different types of people who are living in Nigeria. Make make something that people can relate to. And yeah, I think, yeah, that's pretty much everything. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks to me. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, I think... I you... see you skip me. Hello, yeah, yeah, next, it's you. Mm-hmm. If I didn't speak, I won't be next. I, somebody, oh my God. I was fighting for my space, but I've forgotten what I want to say. Okay. Well, okay, so my expectations. Now, expectation is like based on what the trend I see is going on. And then I'll talk about my hopes. My expectation, I see more... Um, more B-budget um, streamers coming in because if indeed you just have to give them the same reason why like there's a lot of Korean stuff on Netflix all of a sudden and bye-bye Drama Fever. We love Drama Fever. Um, is because it's cheaper. It's like cheaper. They don't... You, you, Netflix can give them a cheaper amount of money than the hundreds of millions of dollars that Hollywood requires for a film. And then they just require like a couple of millions, a couple of tens of millions. And then they get to make good, great shows, you know, all the shows and all that stuff and make a lot of profit from that. The profit margin is bigger. And since they give one million to a Nigerian and the Nigerian can also provide a bigger profit margin, I feel like this is what we're going to see. We're just going to see some million dollar movie budget Given to a Nigerian movie, given to Nigerian uh, filmmakers and more on streaming. Um, so more John, those John Wick looking like an American movie, but with some Nigerian elements. That's why I expect, I expect, def- I expect more like Far From Home, more more things that are just basically American copies into Nigeria. Right, it's not like wearing Nigerian, it's not like um, American something wearing Nigerian flavors or Nigerian something wearing American flavors. This one is just basically American, just set in Nigeria. <laughs> um, I also see a trend just because also the Oscars now wants to do like foreign language. 
it forces more people to chop probably especially the people who want to have the prestige <coughs> more people do. um they're going to make more indigenous language movies right and that's a good thing i think i don't know i'm not sure but it might be a good thing um but i also see a trend of like the movies of was uh yahoo plus the people who are making movies primarily for nigerian audiences and just like they only kind of expect nigerians to watch it they don't really care about um foreign audiences and i think i personally think that's a better way to go because who cares about what they didn't care about what we think when they were making their stuff and then we had to accommodate to their to their ways of thinking they should also be able to accommodate to the ways of other people's thinking in the world at least know that people have other people in the world have different types of thinking than you. Um, so I think that's a good thing on the positive side that is pushing against the old, like, copy America, just be an American, uh, an American copycat or a Western copycat. There is a movement that at least knows that, like, <laughs> who are we making these movies for? Um, and you see that also in Korea too. Like there, there's sometimes when I watch Korean, I'm like, this is primarily made for Western something. And then sometimes I'm like watching it and I'm like, this is very much made for Korean something. And I think that should also happen. Uh, what are the thing? My hopes. I am with Timmy in saying that this is my hope. I don't think it might happen. It might happen. It might not. Where like, Stories should diversify in Nigeria. I don't think we should say who should who should and what should make um should make it into streaming. I don't care whatever movie makes it into streaming. I just care about like the movie the diverse the diverseness of movies and the diverseness of stories. And yeah, I want to see more stories about the people that we don't make stories about anymore. We don't make stories about like the poor person down the street, or we don't make we don't we we typically now. There's a change, yes. We don't make stories about the 1% as much anymore. There was a time that was just terminating, and now it's now trickling down to the middle class. But like maybe we should make some more things about the lower middle class and not, not necessarily where they go to be. They get taken out of their lower middle class lifestyle and then they get into like higher middle class and make a lot of money. Not that type, like just the typical everyday type of stories and like, we should make more research into if we're going to make movies about our past, we actually have to conduct and go meet like historians. If we want to make more historical, real based movies, that's an hope. I wish I hope for more diverse stories about more diverse people, about more diverse people within Nigeria. We should even make, movies about like minority groups in nigeria and i do mean minority like minority ethnic groups i don't mean like the big three that like we can take about their stories we can talk about um their asian kingdoms we can even just talk about things like just make those type of stories i wish more and more and more will come up and i wish nigerians will trust enough in their nigerian views and ways and just make it. Just make it. The, even the best movie, not everybody's ever going to like it. I know it's easier said than done. Not everybody's ever going to like it. Just make your movie. Make it. And put it out. That's it. Uh, that's my hope for 2020. Oh, oh, 
What is the O? Uh, uh, um, hmm? What? Are you surprised mm. I am brief? Oh, <laughs> oh God! Of course, of course, I ain't gonna put that was brief. All right, okay. It's your now. Do you do you want to? Okay, I'll forgive this one. I'll keep it. Sorry, <laughs> Oika, but he ate you up there, and we just can't help you. <laughs> I know, I know. I accept when I'm being defeated, but don't worry. I lost the battle. The war is not ending. All right. Uh, it. Ichan, um, please can you give us your summary of 2023 and your hopes and expectations for 2024? Okay, um, before I get into my summary, I just want to build on something that Timmy mentioned because I, it was something I was going to talk about too. And that is just about, you know, wanting to see film, films that have more of a voice to them. Because um, I think that's one of the main things that Nollywood is lacking. You know, people talk about the stories are bad. I don't think the stories are bad. Yes, there are issues with scripts here and there. But all in all, I think the stories are fine. I think the main problem is the storytelling. Like there's never, there's not a real point of view. Um, we talk about how Nollywood filmmakers are imitating Hollywood or whatnot. I don't think the problem is imitating Hollywood. Um, I think the problem is that I feel the models that they imitate in Hollywood are bad models. Like when we talk about something like Black Book, I don't think the problem with Black Book is that it seemed too foreign. Or it seemed like John Wick. I think it didn't seem enough like John Wick. That's the problem, you know? Like, a lot of these movies, to me, like the big, big budget stuff, you know, the big spectacles that we're going for, a lot of them seem to... They also they often tend to look and feel like straight-to-video action movies from the 1990s. Like, they don't feel modern to me. I feel as if, you know, a lot of these filmmakers are are sort of imitating the style that they watched in Hollywood movies in the 1980s and 90s. So, I mean, like, I, I'd be fine with a movie that imitates John Wick if it did it well. So when people talk about, you know, wanting us to tell Nigerian stories, I never really know exactly what that means. Like, I know what they do mean, but at the same time, I don't really like that characterization because everybody's Nigerian story is different. So for me, it's not about wanting to tell Nigerian stories. It's about I want them to tell a story with a vision that is unique to a, a particular filmmaker. Like uh, when I watched that trailer for Blood Vessel, I was impressed at the scale of it. I looked at it and the first thing that came to my mind is, man, these people are spending money. That's awesome. But I mean, I don't want to judge a movie that hasn't come out yet, but I just look at it and I don't see a point of view. It just looks, it looks very generic to me. And I, I just want something that has more of a point of view to it. Um, you mentioned actually, I think, or was, was it you mentioned? Yeah, you did mention, Mr. C, that cinema culture is dying. And uh, that's something I'm very concerned about because right now I view the, the the Nigerian cinemas as a dead end. You know, if you look at that uh, Nollywood box office uh, Twitter account, you know the numbers that they show every week—it's really depressing. It's just—it's just, you know, putting your movie in the cinema is just like putting it into the grave at this point. And I think a big problem with that is that um, in the age of streaming audiences have been conditioned to expect a certain level of spectacle when they go to the cinema. You know, all these smaller stories, they're happy to watch that at home. But if you want somebody to leave their home and go to a cinema and pay however much, they want something big. And there's just not the motivation for the people who make big movies like Black Book or Madame Koi Koi or whatever to put in the cinema because you just can't make any money from that. 
So then we're at the mercy of the streamers. And uh, one of my concerns has always been the fact that uh, the streamers, Netflix in particular, pays Nollywood filmmakers much less than they pay people in Korea or other countries. And um, when we had that, that when we had that um, that that space with the producer of Madame Koi Koi, he said that um, he said that it's based on numbers. But you know, and I, I didn't buy it at the time, but I went and looked it up and I saw that, you know, Uh, have we lost the Jenna? Is it just me? Yeah, I can't hear him either. I can't hear him. We lost him to Korea, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you can kind of understand why Netflix just doesn't see Nigeria as... Uh... We, um, lost we lost you Korea. after you said you went to go look up numbers. Um, doesn't appeal only to people in Nigeria. We have people across Africa. I think Africa has 2.6 million Netflix subscribers, not to mention those living across the diaspora. So basically what I'm saying there is what I hope to see next year is the expansion of um, the Nollywood audience that allows the movies to grow more. You know, that's why um, I know Nollywood fellow. Oh, that's it. He gone. Oh. Is he back? Jesus. This is are you Nollywood must change in disguise. All right. Um Atas, uh, what's your what's your Oh well thing? it's actually more so a, a pushback or response for Uchina. Um because while everyone's Nigerian story is different there is a Nigerian perspective, just like there is an American perspective or a Korean perspective, regardless of the different Korean stories that Korea, um, Korean cinema tells, you are never lost that these are Korean people living in Korea, doing their Korean things and telling different stories. Um, and that's why I think it was Wayne who gave different examples of Nigerian stories that you could tell conductors, Christian families, whatever it is, there is a Nigerian way, there is a Nigerian perspective and a way to tell stories. Um, and while all filmmakers should have a perspective that is their own, it just doesn't make much sense to set a story in Lagos and it, it, there's no Lagos in it. Um, and that said, movie theater culture in Nigeria is hard to defend um, when you say it's dying, when the movies on average are bad. Personally, I would rather watch a Nigerian movie on Netflix because it's a Netflix subscription that I already own than go see a movie with a 60% or higher chance of being bad because we're focusing on spectacle. And I don't think it's fair to put that on the audience. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Uh, I, I I definitely lean closer towards the task. Mrs. C, do you want to give us your your 2023 summary and hope and expectations for 2024? Um, yeah, 2023, we suffered from a lot of um, bad writing. Um, I won't say bad writing, bad story, poor, poor storytelling. Um, so I'm really hoping we focus on story 
uh, more than, you know, the theatrics. But then again, if you're going to give me a relatively basic story and you're going to put things in cinema, which I'll probably not watch, but other people should watch, you know, that can watch. Give them something to see on the big screen. Um, also, I'm really hoping they drop the... I think Kim Adetiba is, like, the, one of the biggest, like, Nollywood influencers because she influenced them with Wedding Party to do all these big, blingy, you know, family thingies, influenced them with King of Boys to do the gritty crime dramas, and then influenced them with King of Boys 2 to not cut things but turn your film into a series. And I need them to stop that. Um, twenty twenty four and going forward, don't don't turn your movie into a series because you're unable to cut. We can see that it wasn't created to be a series. We can see it, and it ruins the experience for everyone. Cut, cut. You have so much there that needs to be cut. Just cut it. That's that's all I'm asking for twenty twenty four. Give me some story and cut it. Thank you. God bless. Okay, uh, and for me, well, um, there is a there's a what kept me up, there's a what kept me article um, for. <coughs> actually, I think it's going to be a series. That's the hope, anyway. Uh, we're going to be having a monthly what kept me up article on on some of the space, uh, some or or a number or maybe just one of the spaces that we do. Um, please do read it. Um, have a look. See if you get a mention or something uh, of of the sort. Um, really excited for that. I do have plans for um, film club uh, in twenty twenty four. That's that, that's my that's for film club for for Nollywood. <clears throat> um, in twenty twenty three, it's been um. Yeah, this one was uh, this one was a slug to get through. I think the trade is the only film that I saw this year that I was. It's, it's even difficult to say, like, because like I still had the accents and that over processed, um, over processed. Uh, it was over processed in the editing room. We could tell because like a bunch of people had halos around them, but and then the sound, like Timmy mentioned, only coming out from one one um side but generally uh not not a good year for 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 nollywood i don't think um so if we feel like this and you know the cinema numbers are showing sort of like falling and you know the nollywood filmmakers the big nollywood filmmakers are moving to streamers it just it was so obvious a couple of years ago last last year especially um that this was going to be the case so um i'm not surprised that this has happened um but i guess i didn't i'm trying to say for 2024 that some some people will take back the cinemas but if you do if you do care about nigerian cinema culture you do have to be intentional about it now if not it is gone uh and um here's your here's your warning warning uh here's your warning if if it's not already too late to be honest but um yeah i don't really have expectations for nollywood i just got i know i asked all of you but <laughs> i just take it as it yeah, comes my g i don't uh hopes no hopes so. no jesus did you see this year fantasy. do you remember 2022 2022 fantasies. i don't have fantasies <laughs> i don't have fantasies um actually i guess 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking out for some. There there were a couple of there a handful of filmmakers that I'm looking out for. I'm hoping the series comes out with something. I'm hoping some of the S16 guys come up with with something for us in 2024. Um, and just uh, a couple others, even like some people that I don't always. Um, I don't always love their movies, but like I feel like they're pushing in the right way. Um, I hope they come up with stuff. Um, but yeah, all right. Before we say goodbyes, Timmy, Timmy, what, what is this? Just sorry, I wanted to ask where I could see the Conley Remy and Adisora film. Falling is on YouTube. Um, uh, legally on YouTube, by the way. Um, there's a because we we discussed it on the space. Um, I can't remember. I think it was last year or maybe two years ago we discussed it on the space. But if you type in falling, uh, someone can probably get you the link. But it's on YouTube legally. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Um, but that that's it for the year. I mean, like, not that's for the year review. review. We still have two more spaces to go. Um, I wish us all the best. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 they are not looking, you know, they, they're not, you know, it's not going to be a Lord Tanner event, so mm-hmm. so uh, my my hobby is putting it down. So <laughs> you know, next week we are going to be discussing Blood Vessel. Uh, so I expect all of you to be in your Sunday best best behavior, right? Vanessa will go last this time. Don't worry, Inko. Um, Vanessa will go last, or uh, because if she uh, excuse me, excuse me, it's not about going last or going first. It's about mm-hmm. remembering my place. In the queue. Be fair. I've already forgotten you next week, to be honest. Uh, But next week we will be discussing Blood Vessel. Um, Thanks so much, everybody, for coming. And uh, we'll do all the um, goodbyes in the last space. Uh, But thank you guys for so much for this year. You guys have always been awesome, especially a lot of the wicked wicked ones. Um, (laughs) um, Much love and I appreciate you guys. Um, A lot of people have been. Um, messaging me about Nollywood Film Club is absolutely nothing without you guys and I completely appreciate you guys and thank you guys for uh, making this what it is Um, and uh, we'll see you next week though thanks everyone thank you bye thanks for listening to the episode if you enjoyed listening and would like to join live just follow us on Twitter at Iroko Critic and join us every Sunday, 6 p.m. West African time on our spaces.